But obviously when I seen Grado the first time, I'm like, all right, fuck off. He's the best at this. If he can do that, I can do it. Fuck sake, he's farther than me and I'm funnier than him. Obviously, my big ego I had at the time. Still got a big ego, but I was just like, no way, man. If he can do it, I can do it. It's ridiculous, man. Hello and welcome to the All About Ability podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kale Financial and Strathclyde House Buyers. Kale Financial are proud supporters of local communities and specialise in helping you protect what matters most for your family, your lifestyle and even your income. They have it covered. Kale Financial are now offering free wills regardless of whether or not you need any other service. Go check them out on the website, www.kyle-financial.co.uk or check them out on Facebook, Twitter or even Instagram. Strathclyde House Buyers are a local property solutions company who specialise in helping people sell their property quickly with no fees. If you or anyone you know are looking for a fast, stress-free sale, check them out on the website, www.strathclydehousebuyers.com on Facebook or on Instagram. Uh, well, first of all, happy birthday, baby, David. What's happening, man? What's happening, Twitch? Cheers, <laughs> thank you very much, mate. 28 years younger today. Well, I don't feel 28 years younger today. I'm fucking 58 years old, man. <laughs> Honestly, body's feeling it today, man. Because uh, I've stopped there. Uh, I was, what'd you call it? What was I doing? I was playing football last Thursday. I know it seems it's nearly a week away, man, but I've never played 11s in uh, about four years' time, man. So my body's just, my body's just not recovered, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, for doing it. So, uh, my back and my neck is a wee bit sore and all just because I've, I've had a shite sleep last night. But apart from that, I'm doing good, don't I mean? <laughs> this is like that, uh, this is your life segment with Mick Foley and The Rock. Ah, just coming out and telling you, you got to bring out my man to cafe or something like that. Not I was saying, we've got a cake in that bag there, I'm a cannibal cake, you will like that, get us a cannibal cake and I go to your cake. Oh, thank you very much, but, man. I appreciate that. As I was saying before, man, you're the first person to get me a present for my birthday, so you're a legend, mate. Appreciate it. No, actually, see, as I was on the here, I was like, I should have get fucking somebody for somebody to turn up or something like that and make it in the, make it in the... Would the, you say sorry? I was like, as soon as I was coming here, I thought to myself, I should have got somebody for your family to turn up or something. Aye, aye, well, dude, mate, I've only got, I've only got three, like a, three like people. A, like a, a PE teacher from back in the day or something like that. Oh. This, guy, this guy was a dick. No, to be fair, my, my PE teacher actually bumped into him not that long ago. I was going to pick my boy up for school and my PE teacher actually drove up to me and he's like, David, I've seen, seen all your stuff, man. You're, you're doing brilliant, man. That's fine. I was like, oh, cheers, mate. He's like, I've seen you at the football not long ago with your boy. I think your boy plays against my boy in the, the, the same league. I was like, oh, that's mental, mate. Uh, he's like, you need to come into the school and show all the wins, all your, your wrestling stuff and all that. And you need, to, you need to basically tell them about how you were a bad boy, but you can turn your life around and stuff. I was like, I'd definitely be into that. You know what I mean? So I know I'm starting to think, yeah, I've got Mr. Reed kicking about here somewhere. Not that you've said you never that. know, mate. He could be hiding me under, behind that couch and pop out one time. Oh, he's a big boy, to be fair. <laughs> not I mean, he was quite small, but he was built, you know what I mean? So I don't think he'd fit under the couch. Aye, fair enough. No, um, listen, Nick. This time next year, I'll think it through there. We'll get, we'll get you back into your birthday again. Uh, I know. It sounds like a plan to me. I forget calling the cat for every year, man. For my birthday, I'm not going to knock that back. Better, you know. I mean, M&S and all, best of gear. Oh, mate. Did I say to you, you've got M&S, man? I said to my, my missus, Ma, uh, my, my mother-in-law, she works in M&S, she could get a discount. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Missed out on that one. You owe me 20 quid. Oh, oh come on, mate. It's my birthday. <laughs> No, uh, listen, I, I was looking at all your stuff and, and you've had some amazing journey, mate. It's, it was really quite unbelievable reading, reading everything you've done and what you've been through and stuff like that. But I want to go with the less serious stuff first, right? See, cool. the, see, the, see the rotten food reviews, right? See when I'm watching them? See that whistle that you do? It's, it's so... Whistle. Like, 
Mate, it kills me every time I'm watching it. I'm like, I, like I'm watching it and think, I, I think I'd rather be able to do that than walk. If I could whistle like that, if I could whistle like that, it'd be the funniest thing ever. See, well, I'm still trying to show you, right? See, I don't know, I know you've always got wee gaps in your teeth, right? And I'm like, uh, you've got wee holes in your teeth. So you push the, you push, see, when you're talking, obviously you're, you're pushing the, the words out your mouth, right? You try and just start, you're swing the S. You push it so you put your you do your mouth like a wee whistle like that and you start pushing the S's out your bottom your bottom teeth tooth. I can try I think it's the bottom incisor. Something like that. And it just starts whistling. It's hard to do. I learned it through Tune the Fat. Uh, I was watching Tune the Fat when I was younger and they had that guy, the whistle guy, goes six sizzling sausages and a sizzling saucepan. Sorry, I know by the way anybody that's listening to this because a lot of people are, that thing that the thing is right. A lot of people love the whistle, right? As a, a lot of people do love it uh, because obviously they don't see it a lot. But see, my missus, my wee boy, they hate it. They say it pierces right through their ears. It's the most annoying thing ever. Anytime I date my boy, he just turns and goes like, that. "Can you stop that?" I'm like, "Sorry, wee man." Honestly, but uh, sometimes I know I end up just doing it by accident, which just because see if I date too much, I end up start whistling. Uh, when I'm doing the S's out of nowhere and it's, I, I, it's, it's quite, it's not uncontrollable obviously, I, I can switch it after, I just end up forgetting about it. No, it's like we've got such a creative brain with this stuff, like see watching the Robin producers, like they've all made me laugh so much mate. And I was just kind of wondering, how did you even come up with that idea? Right, well basically, so I'll take it back to the start, so obviously when I started getting into oh, wrestling, James English. No, when I started, <laughs> when, I start, when I started getting into wrestling, obviously I thought, to, I made funny videos and that before, but I was lying to myself, people don't really like wrestling, so I need to make, I need to do funny videos to try and get people in the door, no, I mean, not everybody likes wrestling, but everybody likes comedy, and if you don't like comedy, I don't really want you on, I don't really want you coming to watch me anyway, not when you're a face bastard, uh, but, so I was lying to myself, right, what can I do, I started making videos, went very successful on Facebook, got like 25,000 followers, all that stuff. But then I done a heel turn in ICW. I was like, oh, you're a heel now, you can't be making funny videos, all that kind of stuff. End up fucking depressed at my father cause it, you know what I mean? Then he like, just wasn't, wasn't being myself really, wasn't having a laugh online, wasn't doing anything like that, but just having to be the heel, you know what I mean? Uh, obviously just trying to play my part right, but I just didn't enjoy it. So then lockdown came down, and obviously wrestling was away for a bit and that, and TikTok had come out. Uh, I, I just started making vid videos on it, I was loving it. Obviously, most of the videos I was doing, but was because people were trying to get cheeky with me, and I'd just flag them back. And the way I always say, it, I don't fight fire with fire, I fight fire with petrol. You know I mean, if you come at me, we're both going up in flames. You know I mean, we're burning the full house down, man. I'll, I'll terrorize you. I don't care. You know I mean, this because I know a lot of people say, Oh, you should stop being the trolls the time of the day. You know what I mean? You'd be bigger than that. What do you mean, Kevin Durant, a basketball player who's top five basketball players in the world right now, replies to all his trolls, not I mean, slaughters them, so I'm no different from him, not I mean, that's the way I see it, not I mean, some, uh, then, I don't, because that's the way I know, I used to be a troll when I was younger, that's, that's what these do trolls don't realise either, they're messing with one of the biggest trolls ever, but at least when I done it, I just put my face out there and let people know what's me, I was wanting people to know it was me being the troll, so as I said, right, uh, so I was just, mate, I was getting slaughtered on all these trolls, they were obviously trying to get me out for it, they're baiting me into it, and then they'd report me, so, I started getting banned on TikTok here and there, and I'd been building a good following. I'd had like 12,000 followers, and I'd, I'd started getting onto the creator fund. That means you make a bit of money, and I know a lot of money, but making money off something that I'd been doing for the last eight years, making videos actually made a bit of money off it. Was, it felt good, you know what I mean? But it was making my confidence and that get better. So I was like, right, I'd get banned, and it was like a seven week, it was a seven day ban, so I was gutted about it. I was like, right, I need to think of something. I was like, because I like TikTok, I'm not going to stop using it, but I don't want to get permanently banned off it. So I, like, I need to come up with an idea. So I started like, thinking, right, people like me making fun of stuff, right? But obviously I kind of make fun of people because then if I make fun of the people, they're going to obviously get me, blocked, get me banned. 
So I started looking through and I noticed everybody was loving food. You know what I mean? There was rap God. He was making these raps. He had a million followers. There was like people making all these like heavy, nice munchies. You know what I mean? Like dad does that. Dad does cooks or something like. He makes heavy. Like he'll make salt and chili Chinese boxes and all that stuff like that. Munchie boxes and he's in who's not in there all. All it was brilliant. All these people get hundreds of followers through that. Uh, and then obviously Gordon Ramsay was dueting stuff and he was just like terrorizing like, people's food and all that. So I was like, I'm going to incorporate all these together. I'm going to Ravy Davies rotten food reviews. Not I mean, I'm going to find, uh, I'm going to find places that are disgusting uh, and going to rate them. And I was like, as well and all. One of the biggest things I hate, right? I don't know if it's yourselves, right? But there's, there's nothing worse than when you watch a, f- a food review when somebody does a food review and they tell you it's brilliant, not when you're like to myself, I look class, I'm gonna go there. You go spend about 40, 50 quid, and then it's fucking shite, not I mean, because that person, the person that's done the food review, either paid money to do it, or they've been getting caught a food review, they've been getting all the fresh stuff, not I mean, all the nice, beautiful stuff, and then they're obviously making money I feel back. So I was getting sick of that. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna do rotten food reviews. But I wasn't, I hadn't, I hadn't really had, I hadn't had the idea to fault, I'd like, no, I'm trying. The word is, I hadn't been, I wasn't got to just film it straight away. I was kind of leaving it in the back burner. I was got to wait, I was got to wait. But then eventually, I got my main account banned, the one I was talking about. I'd made a backup account because I had been getting banned. But uh, so my main account had got banned. That's this is not a backup account to be fair. But my main account, the Ravy.Davy one, got banned for seven days again. I was like, fuck this, you know what? Raging. I, I actually done it a bad, in a bad mood. Finished wrestling training up the asylum, went down to a. Uh, Best kebab because that was my plan for it. No, best kebab was always got to be the first place I was going to date because, uh, I see, you ever seen the the hang on trip advisor back in the day? Well, people were rating best kebab, like getting best kebab, like one star ratings, not and the guy would comment on it like that. Fucking, uh, what you talk about, not like your, it's your ma's minges smelling and stuff like that. Instead of taking, <laughs> ter- instead of taking feedback and trying to make their place better, they just terrorize people and they, they'd end up getting like a viral post because so it's like, I'm going to, I need to try this place. So, obviously, best kebab is right next to the asylum. So, I walked in. Ravi's Rotten Food Reviews, part one, let's do it. Oh, the best kebab else is there in all glory. We've done it. The guy wouldn't let me film in it, uh, which is actually quite good because if the guy let me film inside, I'd have probably made the minute video longer than a minute. And if the video was longer than a minute, I don't think it would have got as many hits. So I've posted the video. No, you not be thinking about it. I just went on, started going live, saying to people, oh, go and watch my latest video, you know what I mean? See how you like it, let me know. And then I, I went after live, it was an hour later, and it had 8,000 views. I was like, whoa, that's, that's pretty mental, you know what I mean? By the time I'd get home, it was up to like 30,000 there an hour later. And then I went to my bed, woke up, it was up at like 500,000. I was like, what the fuck, man? This is this is ridiculous. This is mental. And I'd, I'd went up and also I went to my bed, I had 1,000 followers. I woke up, I had 12,000 people following me, you know what I mean? Just to have one video. I was like, this is mental. So I knew straight away, I'm on to a winner here, you know what I mean? I said something, I need, to, I need to do this, you know what I mean? So I was like, in the next video, done a second. I was like, where do you want me to go? Because I know, I'm not just going to, but it's a rotten food review, so you kind of need to have places that people are telling you're rotten but there's a lot of people that just say to me so people there's one time somebody's like go to this place and i was like where is it he's told me and there's hundreds of people going, like, what are you talking about that place is nice so, and then we guys like that oh, i just wanted ravy david to come in my place not coming back where i stay and i was like oh, fuck's sake man you're gonna end up i end up gone here not i mean try to do a rotten food review and ends up the place is nice and i've just wasted my time no wasting my time maybe because people still like food reviews and that but i'm trying to obviously i'm basically trying to do what gordon ramsay does with kitchen uh, take uh Kitchen nightmare, you know what I mean? When he goes into places and obviously helps them change. You know I mean, obviously I haven't got the budget to go into these takeaways and help them change. But if I do a bad food review, then maybe they'll start actually getting the better quality food in and actually serving better food, you not know, just having all the reheats and stuff like that for people. Because uh, well, last week I actually done one with Blue Lagoon. Everybody said that Blue Lagoon's stinking, you know what I mean? The one outside Central Station. No, mate. 
I think it's class. I think Bull Lagoon's one of the best ones to go. If you get a chippy, I was, I was shocked about doing that. No, but that's what I'm saying. Obviously, that's the thing. Even now, the rotten food review thing is that's the good thing as well. I've built it up now that if I go somewhere on the day I don't food review and I like it, people still got to watch the video, you know what I mean? So Aye, I that's, I, that's even if I, like, I, I try to change it, I try to do like Ravy's blunt reviews and if I liked it, I'd say I liked it, if I didn't, I'd say I didn't. But I think I'm just going to oil them under, I'm just going to have them under the rotten food review banner mm. and then people will probably watch it at the end and then they'll see if I like it or no. Uh, that, that's a good thing about the Blue Lagoon one as well, but I'm actually happy it was nice because it was just getting to a stage where I was like, ah, people have probably just got to think I'm lying all the time. No, I mean, I'm just going to all these places. I'm just, even if I do think they're nice, I'm just saying they're shit, you know what I mean? Aye, so it's aye, good that I end up getting one that was actually nice. But that, that's basically how it happened. I just, basically, I just, I felt like my back was against the wall. Because TikTok are very strict on Aussie because they got like a 5.2 billion lawsuit or something like that. So they had they went from having no restrictions, no guidelines, nothing anybody could use it to know that you you fart the wrong way, you know what I mean? You're getting banned for seven days. So they're, they're, they're very strict now. But as well, it's like, it's bots, obviously, Facebook now, it's bots that obviously monitor you. So obviously TikTok being a Chinese company, uh, their bots are obviously just going to be like Chinese bots or whatever. So my mad thick Scottish accent, they kind of detected it. One video I've done as well, somebody's like, you can't fight. And I just said to them, no, even, I didn't even get cheeky back. And I just let it get sound in. And I get permanently banned for, uh, I, I got the account back, obviously, but I get permanently banned for like three weeks. I was raging about it. And I was like, we talked about it. I've done rang. All I said was sounding. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They probably think I've said something pure ludicrous, not I mean just because they couldn't understand my, Aye, my yeah. accent, not I mean. They didn't take it in. Um, I don't even know where to start with this, man, but uh, the, the the best kebab thing, by the way, see when I seen that, that was what caught my eye with because I knew that was a terrible place. I wish I'd watched it before. Aye. I had it because I went, oh. <laughs> I was at a hotel one night, like ages ago, man, right? And I thought to myself, like, I was just pure wanting a munch because I had the munchies. And uh, I was going through, and it was the first place I seen. And I thought, and you know that way, because I, I wasn't really thinking clearly. I was like, best kebab. Ah, that's a big. That's I bet a... that. I bet they've got a few buying kebab. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think anywhere called the best, and it? it's kind of, it's kind of one. It's either going one or two ways, isn't it? It's either the actual worst place or the actual nice. It was so. But I mean, fair play to people just trying to make a living in that. But fuck's sake, man, it was so bad. Was... Well, apparently they actually used to be. Apparently twenty years ago they used to be banging. Apparently when they first opened, they used to be brilliant. But that's, that's one of the reasons I know I'm doing the wrong food reviews because. How many times is that? I don't know about yourself, but how many times that's happened to me? Well, you go somewhere for the first cut of month, and it is nice because they're obviously trying to get the word of mouth and they're trying to get people in. And then eventually, after about a year, it just ends up stinking. I mean, obviously, they're just they've got the amount of customers, they've got they're, they're settled into their wee area. They don't think anybody's got a day. You know what I mean? They don't think anybody's. They just basically think all oh, their customers are their customers now, and they don't need to get their food better. So I, I, I do, I do think that that's also happened with Best Kebab, they're now in the city centre, people go there anyway because after a night out it's the only place that's open so you want to go and get a mad rotten kebab and it's one of the ones, I know I said that Best Kebab is one of the rottenest places I've ever tried but I bet you any money if it was four in the morning I was absolutely steaming drunk, you know what I mean, coming out of dancing, I probably could eat it, know I, mean? I could probably end in that, know what I mean, Aye, yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's what I'm saying, so they probably get away with a lot, that's probably how they make a lot of their money which is fair place to me, I'm no, at the end of the day I know I'm not trying to put anybody out of business, you know what I mean, that's what, some people have been like, oh you're you're attacking businesses, not I'm no, but uh, I'm getting I'm paying them money a day of reviews, no, so I'm getting getting it for free or anything. I'm getting paying them money. End of the day, and all it's just a matter of opinion. If you don't like, if you don't agree with my opinion, you go and you, if you don't, if you think I'm just doing it for badness, you go in and test off it and see, you go and mm -hmm. help them. I mean, because end of the day, and all 
I'm, I've started being a small business owner myself, obviously opening with my own wrestling company and that. Do you know what I'm, I'm, I'm making sure I do so I don't get complaints on that? I'm making sure I put out a good product. No, I mean, I'm making sure that people are going to be entertained with what I'm doing. So that's what these places should be doing. Just make sure you're putting out good food and then you're not going to have to worry about people complaining and stuff like that. No, I mean, put out a good service and then people will stop like your product, will like what you're doing. So that's the one thing. Then, but then all the people that say, oh, you're just targeting small places, like, no, 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 I mean, part of the best kebab owners and all is going to try to say I'm racist, apparently, which I think's ludicrous, not I mean, because I've no, I've no done it. The reason I'm, I don't target them because where they're from or their nationality, and like I targeted them because they done a TripAdvisor thing where they started, they brought attention to themselves that their place isn't nice, not I mean. Just sounds like a raging mate, to be fair. Oh, no, definitely, <laughs> not I mean. Uh, like, I done a place called. Uh, the copper pot and govern, not I mean, and the wee old guy that works in there, Robert. Uh, is his name Robert? Was it George? Robert, I think his name is Robert, and uh, it's Robert and his daughters now own it. They're, they're obviously they're, they're waiting for govern, not I mean. If I was racist, how come I how come I put a video on about them, not I mean? Aye. But it's just one of the ones. Obviously, that guy is just obviously raging about it. But I just somebody put posted a video last night. Uh, that guy for best kebab saying that I was racist, so I just thought I'd put that out there. Fair enough, mate. No. You've used a creative tool really well here to create something for yourself, so it's it's been great to watch. They're all really funny. Uh, well, I, I, I brought them back. Season two just came out last two weeks ago. Uh, I've actually I've been back to Best Kebab in a disguise. Uh, that's <laughs> Best Kebab 2, the Electric Boogaloo, or Best oh, Kebab man. 2, Judgment Day. That'll be on, I think it'll be the end of February. I'm, I basically, I've, I've, not hit, I've not hit one million views on one of my videos yet on TikTok. That's one of my next goals. And I think if I build up enough hype around this new Best Kebab video, that could maybe date. So that's why it's no straight away. A lot of people are like, when you're posting it, when you're posting it, when you're posting it. I'm posting it. Promotion, mate. It's... It'll be the 10th episode, which should be in eight weeks' time. Not I mean, the 10th episode of season two. And that'll be the finisher. So the first season started with Best Kebab, second season ended with Best Kebab. That's some build up to be here. So you've been doing a lot of things. You've got a comedy show coming up this month and you've you've started your wrestling company, like you said, show in February. So let's talk about that a bit. You've obviously done this with the Rotten Food Reviews. What made you want to go into comedy as well? Well, basically, obviously, I, since I was a wee boy in school, uh, I was always a class clown. Not, I, mean, I was always trying to make everybody laugh and I was always trying to be the funniest person there, the funniest person in my class, funniest person in school, always acting, always trying to make people laugh and that stuff. And then obviously I became on social media, I started making funny videos, uh, getting into the wrestling and stuff like that. Obviously I know that I've always had people telling me I should try, sorry, uh, I always had people telling me I should try be a comedian, I should try stand up comedy and stuff like that. So I did, uh, after TikTok and all that, I, and, Basically, the Fairfield Club needed, they wanted a night for their members, right? That's where I run the wrestling shows and stuff like that. They wanted a night for their members. This was back last year or something, I can't quite remember. But they wanted a night for their members. So they asked me, David, oh, you do comedy or not? He's just like, eh, no, really, no, but I'll get a bash if you want. No, I mean, they've said to us, obviously, about doing a comedy set and that. It's like, I'm not really a comedian, I just make funny videos online. Like, that's still comedy. And it's like, eh, aye, it is, but filming something and then get up on a stage and obviously doing a five minute, 10 minute set, it's completely different. But it's like, but it'll be good practice because a lot of people have always said to me, we should get into comedy, I'd love to come see you and that stuff, you know what I mean? So I thought, like, you know what, let's try it. Because I know one of the reasons, obviously I said I made my videos for uh, wrestling. So one of the reasons I did my videos because I wanted people to be thinking to themselves, oh, how can I see David Davey? And I'd tell them, the only way you can see David Davey is through wrestling. But now I'm trying to expand, obviously now, I don't just want to be stuck. Because some people might know. So even see the people I'm talking about with the wrestling, if they don't like wrestling and they come once, I may be able to get them back in the door, right? But there's a good chance they'll come see me once and then that's them had their 
enjoyment with me. But if I get if I start doing comedy and that and I can be good at comedy, there's a good chance that my fan base and my following that will come and see me more because obviously they like comedy and stuff like that. And then they might obviously go to the wrestling, all these kind of different things. Like they might come and see me in the comedy and then because they find I'm funny, they might take their wins to come see the wrestling. It's just mere avenues. But because obviously a lot of people said to me, do the comedy, I done that stand up when I said in the Fairfield Club and it was, it bombed, right? But I'm not going to, it probably, the, the, it's a working men's club, the Fairfield Club. So their members are obviously guys in their 60s and 70s and women obviously in their 60s and 70s. And the jokes that I had brought out was like, oh, you might know my man, or you, get, you might know my man, or I mean, my mum, uh, Catherine McCallum, no, she'd been, she did since I've the last 21 years, and they'd go, oh, and I'm like, don't worry, don't, you just don't need to be sorry. Uh, you just didn't kill her. She done that herself, I done a TikTok video, basically, that was one of the jokes I done, and it kind of died, know what I mean, because obviously they're all, oh, that's a bit sinister, and I'm like, fuck's sake, man. Uh, and the only one joke I go in the full comedy set that people laughed at, I said that I look like Craig Feastenders. Somebody said I look like Craig Feastenders, the repose. And one old guy with a cat, he, they didn't even laugh at that joke, but they laughed, one old guy with a cat, you've certainly got the ears like him, right? But this guy's sitting there with ears that size. I'm no kidding you, man. Big shug the lug, man. Ears massive. I'm like, that to him, right, big man, come on. Anybody else in here was to say that, I'd take that. But you're sitting there looking like the European Cup, man. Full uh, place in stitches, not I mean? Again, me slaughtering something, me making fun of something, you know what I mean? So that was me, I was like, right. I think, so. my big mate, Five O, uh, Jordan, uh, he's he's been on TikTok. He actually was on TikTok before me. Uh, they know the slot and that, he actually got a big following, but he's ended up getting self-permanent band. So he's had to make an R account. Uh, but I just thought, like, right, me and him, we are a, we are, we heavy, we're best pals, man. We've been, we've, we've been jumping about together for, so, for like nine years now or something like that. Everybody used to call us the legendary duo because we'd just always be together, making fun of people, me bamming our pals up and all that, just doing stuff. But one time uh, we were at our, our pals 21st, Courtney and the Gazelle and Govan. And we end up just deciding to be a stripper for her, not I mean the two is just end up stripping for her like that in the middle of the pub, man, ball naked the two is man. Ridiculous. But that's just that's something that we end up doing. Just we always life of the party too. So I've just I've just been acting, man. The two years are funny. He did done like bits of stand-up and that as well. I was like, mate, why don't we like try and cash in on like the fact that we're funny, the fact that we're good pals now? Why don't we like as well? Because obviously I said I'm no good with the stand-up, but I'm I, I feel like I'm really good with improv comedy. Because obviously I know 50 writes out a lot of sketches and stuff like that, obviously today for his, his comedy show, his like TikTok and that, and I, I, we were like bashing ideas after him, he noticed a lot of my stuff's improv, like I'd rather have bullet points and then work on it, and then he's then he's like, that's actually really good, he, he liked it, so he started doing that as well, so I was like, well, if it's, like we're no stand-up comedians, but we could be improv comedians, so let's let's think of something, let's make a, like a comedy panel, so let's celebrate a juice, let's date in Scotland, there's not really anything like that in Scotland either, so basically the way I'm liking this is I'm liking this to it, Celebrity Juice meets a Frankie Boyle slash Kevin Bridges comedy show meets Jackass, you know what I mean, like some of the game shows, some of the things we've got doing, like for example we've got a round called Blindfold Boxing, uh, well me and Five are going to be blindfolded and members of the audience are going to ask questions to our other people on a panel, so I bet I may as well, so basically it's got to be, so Bams to the Slaughter, I may as well explain this before I go out with the games on, fact, that was stupid for me, but Bams to the Slaughter, basically it's got to be an improv comedy show, two panels, right, we've got Billy Kirkwood, one of the best comedians in the fall of Scotland, and one especially host, he's actually, he probably is the best hosting comedian in Scotland, uh, and he's one of the best comedians in Scotland, just full stop, uh, He's hosting it, then we've got Team Ravy and Team 5-0. On my team, there's James Gardner and the wee man, Neil Bratchpiece, uh, two comedians at different levels, but are 
uh, hilarious both of them and then 50s five was got uh mikey motion i don't know if you know him and uh mark black paul black's big brother uh mm. that's kind of offensive obviously saying that but i just know that because you've obviously seen TikTok, you've probably seen Paul. Uh, Mark's been on here. Yeah. Mark, Mark, he's been a guest on. Oh, here, has Mark right? been on here as well? Uh, ah, well so was uh, James as well, James Gardner. Oh, well, that's fantastic, <laughs> mate. That shows you I'm watching the product on it, man. Terrible for me, man. Just let everyone know. Uh, check those guys out. Well, I know. Check, I definitely <laughs> check them out. No, I mean, especially if you're coming to Bamster Slot next week. Why? Well, Mark, you know who Mark is? That's. I feel like a dick now, not I mean, but I, Mark, <laughs> Mark Black, no, because that's what I'm saying, I knew Mark before I even knew who Paul was, obviously because of the, the Courtney video, you know I mean, like, I don't film me, Courtney. <laughs> Then you'll see, I think that's one of the funniest things that we've ever done on social media, you know what I mean? Uh, so obviously Mark, he's going to be on it, he's in uh, 5-0's team and then obviously we make emotion. Make emotion. I don't know if you've seen him, he's the Bergos boy, you know what I mean? The Bergie boy, like, that's fucking absolutely bloody roasting. Uh, so he's done, uh, so that's, so the other teams, right? And then, as I said, so one of the, the rounds is blindfold boxing. Basically, I'm going to be blindfolded, 5 going to be blindfolded. Our panel members are going to be asked questions. They get it, like, so say it's a question asked to my teams. And they get it wrong. I'm gonna get spun around, and then Five O's gonna like try and punch me. And his mates, I've got obviously his teammates, are gonna explain to him where to punch me. I'm only gonna use one arm to guard that and all. So there's a good chance of both. There's a good chance I'm gonna get knocked out because he's six foot four and built like a shit brick. You know what I mean? Uh, we have to probably put that game on last. You know what I mean? So we'll not end up punched up <laughs> by the end of it. But I so that there's stuff like that. Then we've got like uh, what other games is there? Like the rat walk. Well, we need to pick an outfit for each of the opponent, make them walk down, we need to like, talk them out and that. So uh, for example, you could have me in a mad dress or something like that, walking down and getting pelters. Just dress as Brendan five. Rogers, mate, you'll be, you'll be. Who? Brendan Rogers. Ah, uh, Brendan yeah, Rogers. We have that no bother, mate. Well, that's <laughs> the thing, no, that's the thing, but uh, it's not really me gets to pick. If that was me, I'd be picking my, my nice jammies or something like that, <laughs> so I can't get slated that much, you know what I mean? But uh, I've got a good time for a big five, would be fair, the thing I'm going to stick him in, he's, He's going to look like I'm picturing that. I mean, if it, if it is him, to be fair, because that's the one thing we need to watch it. But we need to try and mix it up so it's not just me constantly against 50, 5 0 and 5 0 against me. We need to try and get with me against Mark Black or James Gardner against 5 0 at some points and that. Not I mean, but <clears throat> we'll smash it anyway. But there's so that's basically the idea is that is because we, people tell us we're comedians, but we're no, I don't think we're stand up comedians. So we'll try to figure it out. Be a show where we'll know different to do that, and I think doing an improv comedy show like this, it's not something that anybody's. I don't. We know no that I know it anyway. I know there's like bits and bobs here on comedy shows now, but I think what we're doing, we're getting props. But the loser and all the forfeit, yeah, right? Whoever's team loses, right? I'm a bit. I'm a Nicholas Sturgeon supporter, right? To be fair, but we know a lot of people that don't like Nicholas Sturgeon that right now. So the losing team captain has to dress up like Nicholas Sturgeon and let. Well, we're going to do a raffle for this because we couldn't just let everybody gunges, but there's going to be people all out of gunges. Uh, we're going to do a raffle for it so that we get eight people in the audience because we've got two guys that helped us promote and fly the show, not just two boys after TikTok. So they're going to be allowed to gunges and then we're going to pick eight other people through a raffle and then they're going to be able to scud us with eggs. We'll get tennis balls, flour, everything. Not I mean, just going to get cakes. Going to end up looking like a big chicken or something like that. And, uh, and that's just, that's the forfeit. No, I mean, let's just try to... Just try to do stuff different, no? I mean, just try to think of ideas that only really been done before. And I think, I honestly, I'm buzzing for it. I'm buzzing for this more than I'm buzzing for anything else this year that I've got planned. And I might be got to, I'm got, well, I've got to attend anything three weeks, not I mean, I'm more buzzing for Bams through Slaughter. I mean, that sounds incredible. You put a lot of time and thought into that. Oh, like. mate, definitely, man. Just class, just smashing heads together. I mean, the big man, just try to get it all planned. It's just one of the ones that. 
there's a saying I don't know. I'm not a butcher saying if I say, but basically, if you put the, if you put hard work and dedication into stuff, you get the hard work and dedication back, whatever. Why you know what I mean? So I feel that this show we we, we made a bit. We job we jobbed it a bit. Not I mean we, we made a bit and I'll say putting it in the end of January uh, for the first time ever. Show not I mean. Uh, because obviously people have just had Christmas, a lot of people are monthly pay, so their next pay, they've basically been five weeks, not really got paid at Christmas Eve, their next pay probably won't be until the 28th. Uh, so I feel like we've maybe picked the wrong time for it. I feel like maybe I should have put, I've got a wrestling show in February, I feel maybe I should have had the wrestling show in January, because obviously the wrestling show is already the first one, so it does like the people know what to expect, whereas obviously nobody's seen Bams through slot before, so they don't know exactly what they're, they're getting themselves into. Aye, aye. So I feel like, that's why it was. It started selling good uh, once we started promoting it the right way. Going out and doing like the Nedicoke news and stuff like that, and just going out and making funny sketches. Uh, people want to see the toys. People think the toys are hilarious, and they want to see the toys get up to stuff. So I think it should be good, man. It will be. Well, you figured out what's the funniest thing to you, like what you can do the best way. Like I think people are so they think of every sort of original thing is the only way they can do it. Like you have to do stand up just like normal stand up. But you can do all these things outside the box, like you said. Oh said. no, definitely, man. It's like, I, I just I, I'm always I'm always up for trying something once. Not I mean at the end of the day, mate. The better off trying something and failing, man, and then knowing where you can go with it than never trying at all. And that's the way I see it with this. I'm gonna put all my time and effort into it, and hopefully it succeeds. If it doesn't succeed, I'm still gonna try and do it again because I just think if it doesn't succeed this one, it will not be because I lack of effort or trying it. That'll be because. We stupidly put it at the end of January, you know what I mean? Like, just that's the only. Man, I'm sure it'll go well. It sounds like you've like made it into something very unique, and uh, I might try and see if I can get a lot of that. Uh, it's only ten pound a ticket, you know what I mean? I'm sure. I'll... If you've got a ramp somewhere, I'll do it. But if you get stairs, I can't do it. No, no, if you <laughs> club is just straight in, mate. Straight in, I need stairs or anything like that. I pop a lot of that. Sounds like a good night. Th- throw an egg at you, mate. Uh, <laughs> mate, you'll be fair, mate. You, you don't need to buy a raft ticket to Gunners, man. If you're, if you. <laughs> If you come along, I'll right now I'll put you in the gungeon team. Right, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm there, mate. That's me. I'm talking. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, g- give you a shot of the chair, on stage. <laughs> you can do a beer there or something. No, I mean, um. don't, don't tell me not. I mean, so I'll end up. I'll have a few. I don't drink that much, and obviously I need to drink. No, no need to drink, right? But I'm definitely <laughs> gonna be having a wee drink in me, man. To sell the nerves and all that. Obviously, get the part of flowing. So don't don't be tempted with shots of your wheelchair, mate. Because I end up all be fucking driving about the place. <laughs> it could get messy, innit? especially oh, if no, it, especially if my wheelchair goes over eggs and shit like that yeah. oh but that's that's <laughs> the one thing that's the reason i know because i'm getting the 10 people and i was going to have a there's going to be like a wee area for it not i mean so the full place doesn't get messy and stuff like that right so that was the comedy shows on the 28th 28th of january yeah, mate, a week on friday right, cool. i don't know when this is gonna but uh we'll, we'll put it we'll put it out next we'll put it out on tuesday right sorted yeah. well three days away and for people that are watching this, <laughs> it's in three days all right cool shaking cool. myself <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sure it'll go well mate that sounds like a big last night but you've so you've been doing a lot of things. You've got you've got everything going well with TikTok. You've got the comedy show, and then you've started a wrestling, but company. So I wanted to kind of go back to what sort of started your sort of wrestling journey, you know, like because that you were saying how I read how the the ICW documentary was like how you first seen that you could maybe get involved in doing it. Aye, aye. I was just kind of wondering, like, because I've I've spoke about a bit about how what wrestling's meant to me and how I got how what made me kind of connect to it a wee bit as well, but. What is it like? Why is it so important to you? Uh, well, wrestling's so important to me, mate. Obviously, I don't know if you've read into it, but uh, I, I, my mum, my mum passed away when I was six years old. No, I mean uh, most of battle with depression, committed suicide, basically. No, I mean uh, so obviously I was just a wee boy. I, I liked wrestling that when I was four years old, but I wasn't. 
I'd watch it with my cousins and that. Like, I say I've liked wrestling since I was four, right? Because I watched it in that, but I didn't really like, I didn't really like to start liking it until, I was, until my ma passed away because basically when I started watching it, I seen all these big characters and that. I was just immersed in it for, t- for two hours, uh, two, two hours a week or whatever. Obviously, I'd watch it a bit more than that, but for two hours, uh, whenever I was watching it, I just, I forgot all my troubles. Not I mean, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about ma, I wasn't worrying, I wasn't, like, wasn't thinking, well, my ma's got to come through the door. And like, I was just focusing on the wrestling. And my nana and that noticed that, obviously, my nana, no, my nana, so for example, my, once my mum passed away, my nana, but my mum passed away in December. I don't think I was expecting, I don't think I was, I don't think I was getting a Nintendo 64 for my Christmas, not I mean, until that happened, you get me? I think my nana went and broke the bank to get me something that she couldn't really afford me. Uh, that was really something that happened throughout the rest of my life. My nana spoiling me with stuff to try and make me feel better because uh, I didn't have my mum, uh, but I didn't really, I wasn't even playing the Nintendo, not I mean? I would, I would, uh, I would just be watching, try to watch wrestling, and then if I wasn't watching wrestling, I would sit outside my, so we stayed in a close, right? Six, it was my nana, my uncle Ted at the top, my mum, me and my sister, then just the neighbours, right? Uh, and obviously when my mum died, I was staying up, I was staying on my nana, but I would just, every day I would just sit at the doorstep waiting for my mum to come back, no, I mean, I'd just be like, when she, when she coming home, when my mum coming home, because obviously at that age, you, you know, you don't think your mum's got to die, you know, you don't, you, don't, I, you never, I've never, I, I'd never dealt with death, not I didn't know it was a thing. So obviously I'm sitting just waiting every day for my mate to come back. And then for two hours when wrestling was on, I wouldn't be sitting at that door, not I mean I'd be sitting watching wrestling pure immersed. So then eventually my nana would get me like she ended up getting I had the Nintendo and that, but she didn't get me the games, she didn't realise what games to get me. So I had like Goldeneye, Mario, and all that stuff. But then obviously me watching the wrestling, she'd been she's got me no mercy, not I mean got no mercy stuck at and I was playing that like that mad, loving that. So then my nana's kinda noticed oh it's wrestling if he's either watching wrestling or he's playing wrestling he's no sitting depressed or he's not not he's no obviously i was depressed or not but you know what i mean obviously i'm no sitting me banana watching that i must have broke her heart to be fair not because i've got a wee boy now man see if what something happened to one of my family or anything like, and he was sitting just greeting his heart about it or breaking his wee heart but i would i would i'd be devastated not i mean so i could imagine banana who's just lost a daughter and she thought she'd lost a daughter previous as well not i mean so banana would left two of wins that's fucking Hard. That's, that's hard, not I mean? And then obviously having to look after me and my sister and me acting like that, obviously. It wasn't really, I don't imagine it to be a nice thing for her, so I think she's realised all oh, wrestling's his thing. So my nana started just for that moment, my nana's put all her money into wrestling for me. Like growing up, she put the money into she was either the games, pay-per-views, wrestling figures, just everything, man. Like a Monday, every, and if there was a pay-per-view on a Sunday, my nana would buy me on Skybox office for 15 quid and then let me stay half school on the Monday morning, not I mean, just so that I could stay up and watch it. Uh, she got me a Skybox for my own room, no even like, for doing the stairs, not I mean, eight, eight, seven, eight years old, I've got, I've got an own Skybox, I mean, some people back then didn't even have Sky in their house, not I mean, I've got it in my own room just to listen to but my nana didn't, my nana didn't work a lot, not, my nana worked, uh, my nana worked in a wee hairdresser, sweeping up hair, not I mean, and she didn't, she she she'd retired before that, obviously. So she'd went back to work just to after me and my sister, which fair play, oh man. Uh, so I, I I was getting spoiled, man, and that was obviously well. I'd realised that. So my love for wrestling kind of came through. That's what wrestling means to me. It means everything to me. But then when I got older, I I was like, so the youth the youth workers would come around in that team. But like, these why they mean my cousin Zander, my tag team partner, government team. Yeah, we'd be like, oh, we why why be wrestlers, man? We why go to re- can we get a wrestling club? Not the, the social the the youth workers would be like, ah, right, kill cool, me. But these actually why they not? I mean, like football, 
tennis, swimming, stuff like that. I don't know why I said tennis, that's a pure random thing you go with. <laughs> but uh, stuff like that, uh, and we'd always be like, no, we want to be wrestlers. So they'd say, oh, we'll go away and say to our bosses. And to be fair, they probably did go away and say to their bosses, these are the boys that want to do wrestling, their boss like, well, tell the boys not to be so fucking stupid. No, I mean, we're in Scotland, man. This isn't the fucking America, no? I mean, they're not fucking in Chicago, Illinois. Fucking, uh, so basically, it never happened. And I went to school as well, and when I was 12, I always remember this, you know what I mean? In partial care, uh, uh, no partial care, but is it? It's the PSE, per, that, that subject, PSE, is it something like that? I, uh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's personal social education or something like that. So basically, they're asking everybody, which is what I do, you know what I mean? Everybody's, like, everybody's just getting a normal answer. I might be a joiner when I'm old, I might be this when I'm old, I might be that. Get it comes with me, like, would you want to be David? I might be a professional wrestler. Teacher just went, what? You want to be a what? And I was like, I want to be a professional wrestler. Like, ah, David, don't be so stupid. You need to be American and take steroids to be a professional wrestler. That's something you think of something actually achievable. I'm just like, what? What do you mean? That's fucking all I've ever wanted to be in my life. Fucking, I was heartbroken after that. I mean, so, and then obviously the teacher laughing at me and everybody else laughing at me. Uh, this is one of the reasons I know I'm actually so confident. That was, that's the last time I've ever been embarrassed in my life. After that, you see everybody laughing at me. Like, after that, I just thought, you know what? Fuck caring what anybody thinks about you, you know what I mean? I, after that, I just said, I started telling people I want to be a professional lottery when I never thought about any other job in my life. I just, like, they ruined my wrestling dream for me in my eyes at that time. So after that, I was just like, I can't be a wrestler, so I just want to be a professional lottery winner. Because uh, if I tell you anything else, she might just laugh at me. I don't want to feel like that again, you know what I mean? So I'm not I'm no going through that. So I was told I couldn't be a wrestler and all, so I kind of stopped liking it. No, I stopped liking it. I still loved it to bits, still watched it, but I wasn't going about telling everybody. I wasn't quite as vocal about it because even at that age, I was. 12, 13 in first, it was in first year. So I was 12, 13, so the teacher saying that to me, I was going about telling people I loved wrestling, even though it wasn't really the in thing then. No, I mean, obviously, you're in first year, people were obviously kind of caught in, don't they, what, what wrestling is. They, they thought, I, I say wrestling's like Santa Claus, right, basically. Every, you don't you don't see if you like wrestling, you don't stop liking it, right? You just, you get, you feel betrayed. Like Santa, right, see when you get told Santa wasn't Santa, what's the first thing you met about and done? You met about and told other Wayne's, Santa's no real, not me. Like, Santa, yo, Santa isn't real. You wanted to ruin it because it's been ruined for you and you were hurt, not I mean, that was the way wrestling is. People don't actually stop liking wrestling. They just get hurt, right? And then they stop liking it. Because then, see, and obviously, when you're older, you start believing, you don't start believing in Santa again, right? But you start, the joy of Santa comes back to you because you've got your own Wayne's, your own family, and that. Same with maybe wrestling. Maybe you might not like wrestling again, and then your Wayne likes it, and you start watching, you actually like to yourself, oh, I fucking do like wrestling. I'm out of dads that have said, said that to me and stuff. So, that's why I try and do it. Like, if they don't, maybe they don't watch wrestling or something. But if I can get them into the door and watch wrestling, if they used to like it, they're probably going to like it again, especially seeing my kind of stuff. Uh, so I kind of went off track there, basically. But uh, so obviously after all that, right, I've basically I've started getting out of trouble. No, I've basically couldn't be a wrestler, so I went into gang fight. And that was my wrestling. No, I mean that's what I kind of started doing. Got myself out of trouble and all that. Uh, just a bad, bad patch in my life from the age of 12 to about 17. I was just a wee idiot. Didn't ever think I could be a wrestler, as I said. Whatever. Get out of trouble. Stuff like that. And then when I was 17, I finally got a, a job as a welding, a, a fabricating welder, blacksmith. Uh, I was doing that. Hated it, man. But a job's a job, no? I mean, so that was when you stick to it. You look after it. No, no look after no look after, look after myself by doing the job. I mean, I loved it. Oh, my boy's a blacksmith. Love that, love that. But then four years into it, uh, just about to finish my apprenticeship. My wee nana died, uh, and as she was dying, I went, I found out my, my cousin's aunt told me about a wrestling school source. Uh, so I seen that, and I was like, let's, let's go, man, that'd be brilliant. So me and Zander went, we were there for like six hours, loved it, it was brilliant, man, it was a big demo was taking us and that. 
It's a great day, but when I went out, obviously when I had cancer at the time, I went out and man, I had just had like 60 missed calls and I was like, no man, I've missed my dad, my nana dying because I've, I've been at wrestling, there's fucking shit. Luckily she hadn't died, but just people were worried about me like that, obviously it was my turn to look after my nana that because we were all taking turns staying in the hospital and stuff. So it was my turn to look after that night and obviously people were just wondering where I was because obviously I had, I had a reputation and all, I'd know exactly, I'd been badly behaved and stuff like that, so... My family, if they're not hearing from me, they be thinking maybe I'm in the jail or something like that, or fucking in the police station, or done something stupid, or maybe lying in a ditch deed or something like that, to be honest, not I mean, it could have been anything. So, they were obviously worried about me, so I was like, I can't do that, because the, 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 the feeling of dread that I had after coming out there, I, was, I felt like my nana died, man, that was just pure heartbroken. Uh, so after that, but I went to see my nana, and I was like, pictures taken for the wrestling school, and I, like, I showed her it, and my nana had been heavy non-responsive for ages, like she was, she was fucked, you know what I mean? But I showed her these pictures and she looked at them, man, and she just ended up with the biggest smile on her face, you know what I mean? It was just that way, uh, fucking get a bit emotional here, man. Uh, just, it was just that way that I seen that in her face and I was like, ah, that's it, man. Like, I know she's got to pass away soon, man, but I, this is what I could date and like, make her proud for beyond the grave, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, she put all her money into wrestling, she spent all her life devoting my life to wrestling to make me happy. Maybe I can go and try to do this uh, as something, but obviously, I had this, as I said, I hadn't seen the Insane Fight Club documentary and that. So then when I died, or maybe I've not been thinking about it as much or whatever, uh, but she left me and my, my wee cousin, me, me, me and my sister and my two wee cousins, she left to turn on £50, it's not a lot of money, you know what I mean, but fucking, uh, for a wee old 70 year old woman who never fucking worked a lot around that, like, it's fucking, it's decent, you know what I mean? And then that's when I seen, as I said, you said about Insane Fight Club, so I've seen Insane Fight Club, I'm looking at it, I'm watching it, I'm like, no way, this is amazing. This is the business. And I seen Grado, when I seen Grado, to be fair, I love him. Grado's one of the biggest inspirations for Ravy David. There's no Grado, there is no Ravy David, you know what I mean? Uh, and Grado, I know Grado, I was actually talking to him in New York. Grado told me I was an inspiration. I was like, I could do what you talk about, mate. Sure, it inspired me. If you think I'm an inspiration, well, you're the one that's inspired that, mate. So fucking be happy with that, you know what I mean? Uh, but obviously, when I seen Grado first, I'm like, I right, fuck off. He's the best at this. If he can do that, I can do it, fuck's sake, he's farter than me, and I'm funnier than him, obviously, my big ego I had at the time, still got a big ego, but I was just like, no way, man, if he can do it, I can do it, that's ridiculous, man, uh, so I was like, I'm going to find out where to do that, obviously the Facebook algorithms work, because as soon as I put that down and stopped watching the documentaries, came up on my Facebook, GPWA, starting a new wrestling school, £125 for an eight week course, I was like, £125, I've got... I've got 250, I was like, this is, this is written in the stars, not I mean, my nana's left me money, the money I'm going to use eh, is going to pay for the wrestling, not I mean, it's going to actually, it's incredible, man. this is going to be the money that I use for the wrestling, so I'm going for this, I'm going to date, man, eh, I went and phoned him up, put my £125, and I booked my place, done the eight weeks and straight away, man, I was just getting told, the, the coaches, obviously one of the ones I know, they've just started up school, so they're trying to get as many good people to show off as they can, so straight away I went in, they're like, you're, you're fucking brilliant, you can do this, man, you can do this, uh, and eventually, I so obviously I thought I was going to be good at it, turned out, I was quite good at it, you know what I mean, like, the boy, the boys I'm in class with, uh, I was in the class with, there's only one boy that's still doing it, uh, for that class, me and Sam Barber, you know what I mean, fair dues to, one of the boys fair play him, Kiffy West, He's he's a big massive bodybuilder now. He's waiting. He's known a known a bad way to wrestling, but like, he may end up being on a world stage. Not I mean fucking on world strongest man competitions on this boy. Not I mean so. And obviously I love wrestling that, but just in the scale of things, he might end up being fucking bigger than the fellow Scottish wrestling. Just 
with Vidi's aim thing he's doing, not I mean, uh, so fair play to him for no being a ref, for being a wrestler. He's obviously fun his aim, he shouldn't want that. And fair play to him, but me and Sam Barber are only two people full of class who are intake that are still doing it, uh, which is quite funny because we were the first one. Uh, he was my first match. He was my first feud. He was my first ICW match. With a lot of different things with Sam Barber that we've managed. I've managed to do. So that's I. Uh, that's basically how I got into it. Obviously, and as well, once I've done it, I done, so for my debut, not for my first wrestling training, so I went into it as well. I get into the day the eight week course, right? Uh, and then you get into the main class. And when you get into the main class, back then they were doing like four classes a week. So I said, and you'd pay like 65 quid a month and you could go to any class you want. So straight away, I'm wanting to, there's boys that have had matches here and there, and like no offense to them or anything, but in my head, I just, the way I see it is, it's, it's, that, it's the, I'm trying to it. Like, see, obviously, watching movies and they say, oh, people going to jail and all that, and like, you go for the big one. No, yeah, that's yeah. what I was doing. I was going yeah. in there, and I was like, who's who's the best in here? It's like, oh, like, oh that him there's like, so, so you're not. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I I'm mean, trying to be, I was trying to be better. So I was going to sit four days a week to train, no, I mean, didn't actually miss a, uh, the only reason I missed, end up missing one session was because I got flew to Amsterdam with ITV because of my Amsterdam uh, video that I'd done where I woke up in Amsterdam. I, I wouldn't have missed it if it wasn't for that. I'd have kept going. I'd, I was trying to just go all the time, try to get better, just so I could make my, get my debut because there's a couple of guys that had matches now and I was wanting to be the star of the show. So I just kept going and going because it's one of the ones I know. I'd been making funny videos and stuff like that, but I didn't, I didn't want to like, I wasn't wanting to get on shows because of being funny. Being funny, I wanted to go on the shows because I deserved it, and I'd, 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 and I'd say like, I didn't. So it was like sixty three. I think it was like sixty three lessons in a row. I'd went to saw the four, <sighs> four, four, four. Not I mean, just gone. I don't know how. So that's probably at least fifteen weeks in a row. Not I mean I'm going four times a week to training. Not I mean no missing a session. Not like I just gone because I wanted to make my debut. Wanted to get there. So eventually I done about all you. End up meeting Sam Barber on the final again. No, I mean, just to always meet him. He's always there. Won that, everybody went mental. And then because of that, we got a singles match, done that. And Dallas had been watching it. And Dallas is like, Tis the next day you can do it in Newcastle just to help it. That's like, you get your wrestling gear with you. No, mate, why would I have my wrestling gear? You're like, what? You know, being taught. First lesson is wrestling. Always bring your gear. It's like, I think I'm a start lesson, mate. <laughs> Must have been when I was away to Amsterdam. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, nobody taught me that. Fuck. Obviously, my missus best wee woman ever, Georgia, man. She managed to, uh, I was like, I need you to get my wrestling gear and go and drop it after one of the wrestlers who's coming down to Newcastle later. Obviously, I was ring crew, so I was going to do it early, but obviously the wrestlers come down a bit later. I was like, you need to do this for me. And she did, she went out and met somebody she'd never met before in her life outside a pub, not been holding my wrestling gear just so I could make my ICW debut down in Newcastle. And then, for there, it just kind of went, it was all just right up. No, I mean, for then, after <laughs> a few months later, I'm wrestling on one of the pay-per-views. Uh, part of the film uh, like helping out film love and all that kind of stuff and then the next year I was on Baramania Baramania Shug's House Party and I ended up wrestling on the Hydro I mean, just always been up through there uh, and now I've like, like you've been saying I now I'll end up on my own wrestling company and stuff like that so just it's, always try to just try to keep pushing on and building I mean. I mean I just need to say this is a incredible story mate like really I don't know I'm ho hopefully people have told you that but just listening to all that it's just it's Amazing, mate. <laughs> uh, it's funny, it's funny. I don't like to took my own horn, man, but I Sorry. definitely feel like I could have a wee autobiography or a, a movie or something. Mate, that whole that whole thing sounded like a movie script. I will see the see the they see the the rogue to wrestler. That see the idea for that show that was actually Dallas pitched a documentary of my life. Eh, eh, them, and they're like, oh, we've already done the documentary and all that, but why don't we use the idea we rogue who come becomes a wrestler and we'll use that as a. Eh, is a thing for a, a game show, which 
it's class, no, I mean, but they didn't really, they didn't really put it out there, that's what they done, it was, even the hink, it was just a bit more, you'd think that I'd have been in the show, man, a wee bit more, but, oh well, fuck it, but I, I, I think that's what I'm starting to do, that's what I do think, but, sometimes yeah. I always do think to myself, my life's like either like a sitcom or like a movie or something, it's just always stuff happening, no, I mean, I don't ever, suppose if I mean it, it just happens to me, man, I'm just always out of trouble, man, I always, I always get myself out of sticky situations. There's so many things in that that would have made people crumble, you know, and you've actually managed to overcome them all and, be and become a wrestler after people laughing at you and telling you couldn't do it. I mean, that's, that really is inspirational. People call me inspirational for different things and all that, but... but oh, I mean, you're inspirational, man, just battling battle in the gym, man, before you come to your podcast, <laughs> no, no, I mean, but I mean, in wrestling rings and all that, I mean, that's what you're there. You're, you're, <laughs> one of the reasons, obviously, that people will be, people will be what, make, what, happy to come on here. Like, cause you are an inspiration mate, definitely. So spending a bit of time with you actually is going to make people, like, like if people are feeling a wee bit lazy, like, you like, get the right to be because you're out here smashing stuff, mate. You're out here like, well, you're saying with me, obviously I'm trying to smash my goals. You're out smashing your goals as well, mate. And just any, just showing that there's no, nobody's got the right to not be lazy or anything like that, but just, feel sorry for yourself, and not I mean, like, there's no, no need to feel sorry for yourself. I've, I felt sort of, obviously, I'm not going to lie, obviously there's times I do feel sorry for myself and that, no, I mean, just like, anniversaries of my mom's death and stuff like that, just like, oh man, that one there, that one hit me hard, man, just because like, it was 20, my 21, 21 years of my mom, my mom being dead, no, I mean, that's, that's more than a quarter of my life, no, I mean, like, I've only, I only knew her for six years, like, that's what I said, like, some people obviously celebrate their 21st, man, I, 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 on, on December, that was my 21st anniversary of my past, you know what I mean, it's fucking, it's a hard thing to take sometimes, but, but as I say, there's no point in feeling sorry for yourself, and that's the thing now, and obviously when I was younger, I wanted to get into the WWE and that, and obviously I know, see Vince McMahon phones me up today and says here, or one of you Vince McMahon phones you, be like John Lauren or something like that, maybe Triple H or something like that, but if they phoned me up and said to the day, obviously, do you want to sign? Obviously, I'd be running out of that door. Sorry, boys, podcast, done, sees later. No, I, mean, I need to go somewhere. But obviously, that's not my goal anymore. No, I mean, obviously, I'd like to go there and that, but I'm not going to try and kill myself to get there. No, my goal is to maybe show wee guys for places like Govan, like rougher areas that, you know what, man? See, even if you have been dealt a hard, a hard, a hard, a hard cared in life, man, there's no need to, you can still make something yourself. See, with a bit of hard work and dedication, you can still, and not even just make it, like, like, like obviously, a wee guy turned, like, somebody's a wee guy it's obviously why he I don't know goes into school and his teacher tells him oh go and be a joiner that's a good job or go and be like a welder that's a good job and the wee guy does it I'm not talking about that you can do that with hard work if that's what you want to do fair enough no, I'm, I'm talking about you can still go and live your dreams even if you've no even if your your life has been a wee hard work I mean, when I was four years old I didn't actually well obviously I just thought I could be a wrestler man but nobody else thought I could do it no I mean obviously fair enough a lot of things have changed in Scotland for this to happen for me as well yeah a lot of things that have obviously probably I didn't even know happened at the time was lucky for me uh, but it doesn't mean like I've went I'm I'm out there wrestling it's the best thing I've ever done and I think honestly in about three or four years time I'll be able to make a full-time living at wrestling which means I'm a pro wrestler then I know I'm a pro wrestler now but I've actually been making the money off it paying my bills and stuff like that I think that's something I'll actually be able to do in like three or four years time once the wrestling companies like taking away taking off and stuff like that yeah and that's what I'm saying, there's like nothing stopping you, like, so if you're a wee guy that when you're four years old, three years old, wanting to be a fireman, there's nothing stopping you being a fireman, not I mean, just because, or you, you, maybe fucking your fae poso or something like that, and your, your man and dad haven't exactly been living the best life or something like that, and because of that you've no got the... I don't know, you've not, it's hard to explain, you've not, but... You've, you've not got the best opportunities. Ah, you've not got the best opportunities in life, no, I mean, you've not been spoon-fed, uh, you've not been spoon-fed and stuff like that. Uh, you've not gone to Jordan Hall 
high school or something like one of the best schools. You know what I mean? You're going to, I don't know what school up in Postal, but you know what I mean? Like just, you've not got, you've not, you've not been, you've not been a silver spoon things and you've not been, you know, the best opportunities, but you can still make it. You, know I mean? you can still go and be a farmer you know I and mean? you can still go and be a scientist. You can still go and be a doctor or a nurse. There's nothing stopping you, man. Just as long as you go and work hard. And that's what I, that's what I done to be a wrestler. You know what I mean? Gone six, gone sixty four times. Gone for gone sixty four training sessions in the space of fifteen weeks. No missing one. No. That was hard. Not I mean, mm-hmm. my missus fucking was raging me for that. Not I mean, pure fuming. Didn't get to really see her maybe boy as much. Not I mean, uh, obviously she didn't. Obviously she didn't recognize it first either. Once she was raging. Not I mean, she was always moaning me stuff like. That. But see, once she seen me wrestle, I was like, she's like, no, fair enough. Not I mean, he's actually fucking. His hard works went to something. Not I mean, it's not. And no, I know. I don't know. If, I don't know. If she's always been a hard worker. To be fair, no. I mean, no, no. She's like on TikTok putting herself out there on that and doing stuff. Not I mean, I feel like maybe I've inspired her a wee bit. She inspires me or not. Like, that's one of the reasons as well. I've, I'm, I try and work hard and all that because obviously she's a heavy hard worker. Not I mean, she's new. Uh, works on a mortgage, a manager on the mortgage company and stuff like that. And she's just a wee lassie for government. Not I mean, eh. Or, or her grades in school, she probably was aging when we were saying that, like, but her grades in school was uh, foundation marks, not I mean, and now she's managing a team in a mortgage company, which is all facts and figures, not I mean, so isn't it, even that, you know, grades and that's nothing, there is nothing stolen for you if you work hard, and that's what she's done for day one, for she got to school, she's worked hard, that's what, once I realised I could become a wrestler, that's why I don't know, I worked hard, not I mean, I worked hard on all as well, doing stuff like that, but wasn't anything I was wanting to do, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. I'm not saying to anybody, I'm not saying to anybody, don't put a hand on, but that's the one thing, don't work, don't, don't work hard on something that you hate, you know what I mean? Fig- figure out something else you want to do, like, figure out what you actually really want to do. Like, I, there's a guy, I don't know, I went to his show, that James Smith, the, he's like a fitness guru, and, that, and he's basically said to me, like, see if you're doing something and you don't like it, don't waste your time doing it. So obviously, with my, my welding pressure, I was like, oh, I'll get my papers, I'll get my papers. Do you know what I just wish? I soon the first day I thought to myself, this isn't for me anymore. I wish I'd just left it because then I'd have been three years or whatever to go and actually find something I like then find something I love. Not because I mean, eventually once I was doing the wrestling, I was like, oh, I'm not welding anymore. Not I mean, I'm not putting up because I when I was doing the welding as well, I had like forty in your misses. So one time I was moving this big steel beam, right? But that but it was like a half a ton on a forklift. I was just basically pushing it about so you could go through doors and that. The fucking forklift tipped, right? Boom, the beam went and missed my toes, mate. By that. Not my my toes by that. That would have been me. I'd have been fucking. I'd have, lost my, I'd have probably lost my feet. I don't know why I say it like that. I don't care if I offend you. I know you're, you're having a laugh yourself. Not, not offending you, mate. No, I, 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 I say all the wheelchair jokes, man. Right, yeah. Fair enough. But I, but I don't know. I'd definitely <laughs> been missing my feet. No, I mean, if I'd, if I'd landed on me. And then, like, that, was, that was the. I was like, oof, as soon as this is done, I'm out of here. No, I mean, just good. 40 near misses. Eventually, one of them's going to be a fucking. A series, like yeah. I, I met no, I missed not. I mean, and like, everybody I worked with, they'd either had nine fingers or they'd fucking big, horrible. Stuff. That was all right. That's all right. Just that's all right. So, it was so I, all the guys that I'd worked with, they'd either had like nine fingers or like one of the guys had, had like he was welding a, a staircase and the staircase just burst and hurt him in the stomach. He ended up having to get like, parts of his small intestine Man. ripped out, not. And the guys would like laugh and joke about it and go, "Oh, we got like, seven grand paid for my mortgage, or like I've got fourteen grand, not." But see the guy that got the small intestine hanged on him. See every time you'd walk into the toilet after this guy, oh my god, it smelled like fucking 
Somebody, it smelled like best kebab, not I mean, <laughs> it smelled horrible, man. It smelled disgusting, man. It was rotten. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't, I would rather just no have 14 grand and my shite's been a wee bit smelly, not I mean, but no fucking that way that they're pure rancid and everybody's no way to go to the um. toilet after, you know what I mean? People spraying air freshener every time they follow you about the place. Uh, so I, so once that, once the welding, once in the, the near miss welding, I go at that. Focused on the wrestling and I smashed it. I think I went a wee bit of diversity, but I so what card for you? Chase your dreams. What card chasing your dreams? If you've got a job you don't like, don't waste your time on it. No, I mean, obviously, you need to pay the bills and that, but try and get something closer to what it is you're liking because then eventually, if you just it's, it's the secret in it that thing, uh, power of positivity, man, manifesting will end up happening. I mean, the amount of things I've actually said that I'm going to do that I didn't even realize is the power of that positivity thing, but I've ended up doing it because I've been I've said it that much and I've made it in a place like the wrestling company, uh, the Twitch stream that I'm doing now, the beat becoming a wrestler, uh, having my own wee family that I, I love and adore. No, I mean obviously I've seen that my, I came from a broken family, no I mean so obviously I've always wanted to be have my own wee family, no I mean I've always I put, like, I've manifested that and all that and all just these things. Maybe I didn't but I, I didn't I didn't man, I didn't know I was manifesting at the time, but now that I'm sitting yeah. with them I've realised here because I read that book The Secret and all now that I've after reading that, the amount of things that I've already realised that I manifested myself is mad, not I mean so if just work hard for the things that you're you're wanting to work hard for your dreams and chase them man and if, if you do that you'll be able to come to the other sides. I mean well, well mate, I'm I'm completely motivated by this to be fair. It's it really is unbelievable. I mean I know you probably don't have much time to sit and think about all the stuff, but as soon as you're saying, Oh, like heeding it, I'm like, Wow, this is uh you know I've had, I've done a lot of podcasts with a lot of different people and this kind of story is I've never heard it like this before. Oh, no. thank you. Which, mate. which says something, you know, it says a lot. And that message you're saying about how maybe you used to used to be like, oh, I really, really, really want to get WWE, and then you realize like a greater purpose than showing anyone that you can come out of a bad place and make something yourself. That's that will have such a huge impact on people, like people with the schemes and all that can look up to you and uh, say, if David David can do it, I can do it. Exactly. Well, that's the, the thing with us in Grado, obviously, I said, I write. If he can do it, I can do it. So I'm hoping there's people, because obviously I'm, no, I mean, I don't know fucking, I'm no bull like a shit brick who's some six foot tall, no, I mean, some people try and say I'm no six foot tall, but at the end of the day, I, know, I fucking measure myself with my measuring tape. I'm six foot right on the button. But anyway, so there's people, like, he's, he's, he's a wee guy for a house and govern, man. If he can do it, I can do it. And that's what I actually want people to think, no, I mean, there's actually, since I got into wrestling, there's at least 10 people that have became, like, Went to wrestling training or started trying to become wrestlers because I mean basically the same thing that they told Grado when they tell me they go, I hope you don't think this cheeky and I was like, mate, no, because mm-hmm. I obviously don't find it cheeky because that's what I didn't find it cheeky when I said that about Grado, no. I mean I just thought to myself, that's the way he's inspired me to do it. So if I inspire you to do that, it's brilliant and I'm happy about that. Uh, just I know what you're saying, it sounds daft and all that you're saying about that, but it's it's like the Spider-Man saying it, the Uncle Ben thing, man, with great power comes great responsibility. When I went at this at first, man, I wanted to go to WWE with selfish not. But now I kinda notice that there's people that see me as some mad hero, even though I'm just some mad steam off the government, not I'm just a mad stoter that just enjoys myself, not I mean just caught just an overly confident guy. Uh, and because of that I feel like now I do need to try and help out and stuff like that. Because there's like kids and that that look up to me, you know, and there are even people that have had harder there's a that's the thing and all people say I've had a hard life, but there's always got to be people that have had harder life than me, you know what I mean? And if there's people that have had a harder life than me that looks up to me and tries to get inspiration, then I hope I could I hope I can help them out, you know what I mean? So yeah. that uh, 
that they can obviously try and turn the olive for them like I've managed to do because I know when I was in school, you know, a lot of teachers used to tell me, and you're, when you're 16, you're going to either be dead in jail or a junkie, you know what I mean? Uh, one of the things happened, you know I mean? I'll let you guess what one it is. I don't really get into that, you know what I mean? That's a story for another time. But uh, one of the things happened, uh, so they were kind of right, but now the teachers are at, these same teachers are asking me to come into Govan High and do assemblies and stuff like that and talk to the Wains and that. And to be fair, I can't wait to get go to do that and stuff, but just any time they ask me to do I'm always fucking busy, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but I mean, they look up to you because you've came through so many, like, so many things that people would really struggle with and the fact you've done it all, like, you should be really proud of yourself, mate. Oh, it's hard, it's hard, isn't it, mate? I'm not really... I just felt like, just when you were saying, like, I'm just a guy, I've not done much of, like... I just wanted to say, listen to your story, you should be really proud of yourself. Ah, it's, one, it's, it's one of the ones, I get what you're saying, mate, it's just that, I don't, it's, it's, it's hard, it's hard being proud of yourself, you know what I mean? Even though, yeah, I have got a big ego, right, and I do actually, I do think I'm all the shit in that sometimes, <laughs> no, I do think I'm fucking the man in that. But it's just like, being proud of yourself, man, it's just something that's, I, I don't think a lot of people do that, do that. it's just a hard thing to do, man, just like, oh, I'm proud of myself, it's just, I don't know, it just comes across as... Yeah, it's... It's no, a hard, mean, I've no, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not saying that you're you saying it to me. I, just, I, I really appreciate right, it. Yeah. And that it makes me feel good. And that, but I'm just like going about saying to people, I'm proud of myself. Not I mean, you'd be. Yeah. I don't know. It'd come across. I'm, I'm a proud. I'm a, to, to an extent, I'm a proud of myself. My boy thinks I'm the best person. I'm obviously. I'm his stepdad. Not I mean, but he's. He going to tell you that. Not I mean, I'm basically he'd just tell. He'd just tell you. Obviously, I'm David. Not I mean, he's best pal in the whole wide world. Not not I mean, stuff like that. But I inspire people. Not I mean, to, to do stuff, and that's just. That's that's amazing. I'm proud of myself, obviously, but it's just I just also always say, just see myself as. But that's obviously one of my my big selling points. I'm just that boy for the consolation of not. I mean, I'm just I'm all just David. David, the person that everybody knows, somebody like me. Not I mean, everybody's got that lovable rogue that stays down the street that's always hustling to try and do something. Not I mean, always trying to always saying what's happening, trips and talking away to everybody. Not I mean, not that there's always somebody like me, and I think that's why these are so reliable. Not I mean, there's always somebody like me in the scheme. So I just don't I don't why. I know obviously there's people that say I think I'm famous. No, I don't think I'm famous. No, I mean, I, obviously I know I get well rec I'm well recognised. But no, but I don't think I would ever. I don't think I'd ever see myself as famous. Mm. No, I mean because like, no, no famous. Maybe no famous because obviously famous is just your. Like, you can no even you could be infamous. I know. No, I mean you could be. You don't need do the stuff I'm doing to become famous either. Like, I wouldn't see myself as a celebrity. No, I mean, people. Some people that like, don't like TikTok. Like, people, some people end up with. Like, 10, 15,000 followers, not, and I think they're celebrities not already and stuff. I would never, never, never think I'm a celebrity, not. I mean, I just, I just think, I would just, I would rather, that, that is my, that's my brand, and it's my gimmick, man. That yeah. I'm not the boy for the councillors and government, boy for the scheme chasing his dream, not. I mean, so I don't, I don't want to be a celebrity, I just want to be myself, man. I think the most important part of that is you're being yourself, mate. That's, people lose track on things when they get big for things and do well with things, they just lose track of who they are, and you've maintained that the whole way through, and that in itself is something to be proud of. It's like, it's a hard thing because people say to me like, oh, they'll give me compliments about things and, I, and I'm, I've always been not sure how to take them. Like, can I, I, I don't really feel comfortable with you uh, saying that to me. But, but I think the more you realise that it comes from the place of how they see you and what your story does for people, is that it does inspire people. It's inspired me today. So, you know, that that is something to be really proud of. And to, to even, you know, you're talking about like manifesting stuff. Um, we like see even just a few weeks ago I was in the hospital I've been pneumonia and it was like I oh, didn't know, I wasn't really sure glad you're all right, <laughs> I'm glad I'm alright but I hadn't really done it and I hadn't really done things you know how like the day I posted that picture I didn't work out um, I hadn't really been doing things the way that I would want to do things 
and see for the past few weeks, just being back at the gym and just just being focused on what I do. Like so many things have opened up, it's unbelievable. See even wrestling, like uh, I'm the same as you, mate. I've loved wrestling my whole life, but I became like you said, the the Santa Claus analogy was actually really good because I sort of became distant from it to the fact that I knew that I couldn't couldn't do it. Aye, so, so it was one of the ones you wanted to tease yourself, kind uh, of thing, basically. I really wanted to do it, but it, but I wanted to do it so much that it was so upsetting to realise you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but even just in the like, I decided that when I came to the hospital, I was just going to go, right, I'm going to just go for everything that I want. And one of the things was wrestling. So I talked to, to Wolfgang and Dallas and they got me in a ring and, and it was amazing, mate. And oh, that's class, mate. I, I, I spoke to Dallas yesterday and I just told him, I'm going to go for this, man. So it's exciting how things can just, see if you just put your mind to it, it can just happen, mate. It just does manifest itself as long as you put the work in. Exactly, mate. It's like obviously, man, like manifest, you can't just turn and go, I'm going to be a millionaire one day and then go <laughs> home, sit in your house, pick your arse and fucking play a computer. No, I mean, obviously that's not going to happen. No, I mean, but if you go there and go, I'm going to be a millionaire, you start working your arse off, you start looking fucking into investing your money into something like that, you start fucking, you know, I don't, I'd obviously, I, that's the one thing I, I'm not exactly a motivational speaker. I know how to, I know what I want to say, but I don't know how to say it sometimes. Not I mean, but you get. No, what I, mean? I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I can feel it. You basically, if you just sit about, if you can't manifest and doesn't expect, like some people think it's just saying something and you expect it to happen. No, you need to obviously put the graft yeah. in that. But if you tell yourself, but Colin McGregor was going to say, maybe not the best person to use, obviously he's getting a bit of controversy now. But Colin McGregor said since he was a wee guy, he was going to be a double champion. Not I mean, he was going to be a millionaire and double champion in the world, not and they end up doing it. Not I mean, he manifested. Yeah. Third is obviously. Lost the belts, uh, not that far out of it, but that's probably because he was just telling himself he's got to be a double champ, he wasn't telling himself he's got to defend him, and all that as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. just things like that. No, I mean, the amount of people that did it, not I mean, the rock as well, has said when he only had seven quid in his pocket, and he's like, I'm going to be one of the most successful people in the world, man. Do you know he is literally the most famous person in the world? Arnold Schwarzenegger, not I mean, said he was got to be the strongest man in the world, most famous bodybuilder ever. What's happened? He's the most famous bodybuilder ever, no, I mean, but, but these people also put the hard work and the dedication into it, yeah. obviously, and that's just. To be fair, that's what I know. So that's one of the reasons I stopped smoking because uh, I stopped smoking at the start of the year. And that's just because I feel that like I've obviously, I did work hard not, but I feel like that was holding me back. I end up four, four hours in my day, I'd end up be wasting on like smoking, not I mean, uh, because I, and then because it would like, affect the gym not, and stuff like that. So I've stopped that now. The day's my birthday, not I mean, two years to a turn 30, getting my ass back in the diet and that, and got to get myself back into the gym and stuff like that. And then hopefully put myself in. A position to maybe one day get like maybe maybe get into the WWE or maybe get TEW or maybe even if it doesn't get me anywhere like that, maybe get myself into like Impact Wrestling or something like that. I mean, somewhere where I'll be on a telly in front of hundreds of people a week, thousands of people a week wrestling. I mean, because that yeah, is obviously. Have you ever had the ICW bit, the World Title? Well, no, I've not had that. Obviously, that's. That's what I want to do. I want to become. I've not became a champion in ICW. Or not. I mean, but I'm I'd doing love this. to see you beat Kez, mate. That'd be class. We <laughs> put it this way, man. Me versus Kez at Fearn Loven this year would would sell it. The SWG3. Well, I think I'll tell I, you anyway. what. I'd, I would buy a ticket for Yeah, uh, but uh, obviously I don't know what the plans are. But right now I'm not. But right now, obviously ICW. I lost that match with Field Oros, uh, so ICW changed the rules a bit. But Dallas is letting me be me still and they let scheme rules. And that's just new. I basically a new idea where. Uh, I've been fighting in the streets all life, so they don't want me getting and wrestling under rules. Not I mean, so I'm still getting my matches are gonna be under no rope breaks, no count outs, uh, false count anywhere, weapons allowed, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's obviously it's working the new for us. Not I mean, I won my first match under it, uh, and the second match we've got in the WWE for it. I can't spoil it, but 
it was a good match, you know, I enjoyed mm -hmm. myself and that's what I'm saying, it's to get, well, obviously, it's one of the ones in the state, like, I've not had any, I've not had any titles in that in ICW, but obviously I'm at the stage where, like, a storyline like this, you know what I mean, this is basically just, this is like having your own title kind of thing, you know I mean, obviously, like, uh, obviously your own storyline, your own rules and stuff like that, uh, obviously yeah. I know, but I know I did, like, ICW, that's always been one of my goals to get the belts and that, and they're not, I mean, uh, obviously I want to be the top, that's, that's one of the things that just, if I don't make it anywhere, and if I don't make it to WWE, AEW, Impact, I kind of, because one of the ones I know, right? I, I'm no daft, I'm no, like, in, to get to WWE, you need to basically be cookie cutter all your life, you need to kind of swear online or anything like that, you need to be, uh, like, a pure goody two-shoes, and I've never been like that, you know what I mean, so I, there's a good chance I might never get to WWE, and I'm not really heartbroken about it, you know what I mean, that's something I've came to terms with, but I still think I should give myself the best chance of doing it, you know what I mean, so I should get into a bit better, I should get in a much better shape, uh, Get back to wrestling training that bit more. I know I've no, I've not been. It's not that I've not been gone, but I've just no been able to go as much because I've been that busy and stuff like. That. I need to start making more time for my wrestling training because obviously that's the number one thing. At the end of the day, I still want to be as a wrestler. I want to be more than I don't. I, I like TikTok, I like Twitch, and all that stuff. At the end of the day, I want to be a professional wrestler. I mean, that's my, my goals and my dreams and stuff like that. So I just want to give myself a better chance that. But even if I if the end of the day if I don't get a big contract, I I know that I'll be able to be one of the biggest wrestlers in ICW for the, right. the next 10 years coming, you know what I mean, if I could just keep working hard, uh, I'll be the ICW World Champion one day, I'll be the ICW Zero G Champion one day, you know what I mean, I know these things are things that are in my future, but I just need to, I need to start, I need to, that's one of the, like, the reasons I know I've stopped smoking, no, obviously I said that, but the most reason I've stopped smoking is so that when I'm going to ICW, I'm 100% focused, you know what right. I mean, I'm, I'm concentrating on the stuff I'm doing in there and I'm not going outside and smoking my, like smoking my wee brains out, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. Yeah, like just no, aye. no, no concentrate on no that. I no focus. That so now, uh, I'm doing that, and I, I do think I'll be ICW champion and say two or three years. But Definitely. if I'm no, I'm no. It will not be for lack of trying. Well, like you say, regardless of the results, right? It's always it's about doing like being the best you can be for yourself, mate. It doesn't need to be aye, for exactly, you. So you can look back on it and go, I really gave that everything I could and you you become to the level you want to be at. You know what I mean? That's that I think that's people get to something I've really noticed about it as well is I used to be like, ah, what about you know, what about these goals I've got a year from now? Or you know, how am I going to look six months from now? If I keep doing the gym, I'll look great in six months. It's like, no, you need to look at it like day to day. How can I make the most of each day and sort of like keep yourself focused on the wee things. Ah, definitely. Know. I know the bad, that's the thing I always need, to, I'm actually always quite bad for, I'm always good for the grand scheme of things, the, the big grand plans, man, but you're, you're actually right, you need to set out your goals, your wee small goals as well, your wee small targets. That's something my, my girlfriend does a lot, she's got a wee to-do list, she writes out every day and all that. Uh, and she always, by the end of the day, it's all ticked off, you know what I mean? It's all wee mini goals and stuff like that. So I, I, that's something I probably should get more used to doing, like my, my, my short-term goals instead of all my long-term ones, because Whatever I did, it's cause of, I, I smashed my short, my long term goals, not I mean, so if I started putting my energy into short term goals, I'd probably smash them as well, but just always, I, it's one of the ones, I feel like I'm too busy, but I'm, see now that, that was, I was always too busy cause of smoking, not I mean, now that I'm after smoking, I'm starting to make more time for myself and that, and uh, do more things that I want to do, like I said, obviously the training in the asylum has been shut for the last three weeks cause of COVID, COVID and that, yeah, uh, opening up back next week, unfortunately I actually won't be able to, uh, no, they're opening them back up the night. I'm night shift the night, so I'm not able to make it the night. And then next week, uh, 
it's the, the week before payday, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to be able to afford to go up there, you know what I mean? Let's call a spade a spade. I've never been monthly paying my life, you know what I mean? And, uh, obviously, I got my first ever time at the SNHS job I've got. I get paid in December on Christmas Eve, and then obviously five weeks later, so my money's probably got to be a bit dried next week. So I'm not going to be able to make training then, but then after that, February, I'm just going to be bang, 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 bang. I'm going to probably go more than once a week, you know what I mean? Just to make up for the time that I've lost. And I'm just going to focus on getting solid, you know what I mean? The night's the last night, uh, Drinking fizzy drink, no, I mean, that was just a focus on one thing at a time. I got half this morning, no need to get half the fizzy juice, and then by the end of the month, I'll be eating healthy and all that again. And hopefully, by the end of the year, I'm solid and I'm going to all these different things that I do. Well, it's exciting to see what you're going to do next week and see. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that what, when you were talking about Grado and stuff before. I noticed that that was one of, when you mentioned how you turned to you and you kind of. Didn't enjoy that very much. I noticed that the the food you had was with Grado. Aye. And I was like, as you were saying on that, like, what what was that like for you? That must oh, have no, been the experience. But that was the only good, that it sounds, that was the only good part of the full heel run. No? I mean, honestly, that yeah. was the only enjoyable part of it. The rest, it was just shite and bone. Obviously, I know it was like, because the heel thing was, it was stop start, not I mean, to be fair, because obviously they had the heel thing, Dallas Mavericks and that. Uh, and the actual plan was meant to be that eventually, I don't know if this has been said, I don't know if I should say it to be fair, but fuck it, uh, it's, it's a podcast and it? it's, it's just for letting it be tid. But basically, uh, I was joined the Dallas Mavs, me, Joe Hendry, uh, Leighton and Kez, and eventually we were going to have Hartle join us as well, you know what I mean? Lionheart was going to join us, obviously, and Dallas was the heel boss. But then eventually, obviously what happened, uh, Lionheart passed away. So that kind of threw that up in smoke, and then I was a meant to like, wrestle Red Lightning, uh, Eventually, he got injured again, so couldn't wrestle him. So, every saw the, all the plans that are all for me, they were still starting. So, I ended up wrestling uh, Sam Barber again at Shug's first party, you know what I mean? He was about to replace Red Light. And then, eventually, all that happened. But then, I started getting the feud with Grado. That was, that was good, obviously. That, I enjoyed that. Uh, leading up to Fear and Loving, obviously, that was one of the, the marquee matches. So, that was good, obviously. I enjoyed that. And Grado was, being, that's what I'm saying. I love Grado bits, man. You'd think, right? When I started wrestling, not a lot of guys like the fact that I was making these funny videos and I was getting a lot of opportunities quick. Not I mean, guys had been out of 10, 15 years, like, who the fuck's, who the fuck's this speed at getting opportunities that fucking I've never had the chance to get? And it's because uh, 10 years ago, when you started wrestling, the world was different, you know I mean? It's a big social media world and stuff like that. And Aye. fucking, you need to obviously, if something happens where somebody's getting momentum, you're better off riding it, not I mean? So, obviously, there's a lot of guys that, uh, didn't like me, let's just be honest. There's a lot of guys that didn't like me, probably still don't like me, but fuck them. Uh, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I've not done anything to harm them, I've not done anything to harm anybody in wrestling. I mean, they don't like me, it's just jealousy, it's plain and simple. I mean, that's, that's, I've started coming to terms with that now. I used to think to myself, well, always, have I done something wrong? Have I done something wrong? But now I've just realised these guys are just jealous of me, you know what I mean? They just do it. They, they're, they're gutted that they've no uh, got the, the social media boom or anything like that, I mean, that they're just having to uh, do their own thing. Uh, and it's no work for them or whatever. So, end of the day, as I said, I don't really, I don't really bother. But I used to work myself up for it. Wrestling uh, politics, mate. Aye, aye. So, uh, <laughs> aye. But so obviously, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. I was getting mixed up with my ADHD, man. Sometimes I go end up going one way, and I end up somehow I end up the other way. But uh, you know, so but you think the one person, right? The two people actually that should probably 
no care about this wee scruffy dick for Govan who is coming in, doesn't he fucking instead of saying hi, how you doing? He's saying what's happening to us and instead of shaking horns with everybody's grabbing them with the horns, pulling them in for cuddles and all that stuff like that. No, I mean just this no quite obviously I've still been respectful to people, but just I just they stuff a wee bit different, not I mean just schemes of government, not I mean I'm no fucking I was only kidding about the cat. I was only kidding about the four corners on my days of you guy, not me, what I was So I was just kidding about the schemes of government. Four corners, man. Uh, it's just stuff like that. Eh? So I was just different, not I me. Mean, that's what Noam used to always say. But he's like, you're, you're different, man. You're no, you're no like all the wee, wee gossip, really. You're, 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 a, you're, a, you're a bit of a boy, not I me. Mean, not you're some boy, all that stuff. Eh, but obviously, so the two guys that you probably wouldn't think would give me the time of day, eh, Drew and Grado, the two biggest wrestlers in Scottish wrestling history, were the two guys that for day one, heavy loved me and pushed for me and fucking gave me all the time of the day in the world not I mean like heavy was always the like drew would always give me feedback in my matches and stuff like that and he wouldn't be scared to tell me when i was fucking being shaped and it but also would he would always it would big me up and on i mean if i done something good he'd tell me like you know i'd watch on my watch my online stuff and that not i mean just stuff like drew galloway drew galloway obviously the time it was telling me not i mean because i know well obviously what i used to watch when he came on he was, I was buzzing after not i mean it sounds like something up his arse man but when he just got when he was in I, when he was in WWE at first, that he just became my favorite wrestler because yeah. he was Scottish. No, I mean I'm a yeah, heavy, definitely. I'm a heavy brave heart. I <laughs> didn't really love Scott. Like, I'd rather see Scotland win a World Cup and see Celtic win a Champions League. No, I mean I'm just that way. Just <laughs> Scotland, I first and foremost. I was born Scottish. No, I mean just love Scotland to bits. Scotland is my favorite thing in the world. So seeing Drew in the WWE, that was like amazing to me. I was like, no way, a Scottish mm. guy in the WWE. This is yes, man. Fucking, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was buzzing off it. So obviously then it's have Drew coming telling me he's watched my videos, not he's watched my matches. No, I'm like, I'm right, man, not in pure starstruck. And then obviously you get grade one also, obviously, before I started my training, uh, before I started my training to be a wrestler, right, there was a show in Govan uh, in the PI, I can't remember who's running it, I think it was SWA. And Grado was there, so I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna do that, not I mean, I'm gonna go and see that fucking big mark, not I mean took my it's yourself, sign not that, doing whatever, right? Half time full, he's a fiver. I'm like, I'm gonna get my picture with Grado. Paid a fiver. I went up to him, I was like, big man, me and you, we've got, I'm trying, I'm trying to be a wrestler on Sunday. One day, me and you have got a team together, and we're gonna be a tag team called Degeneration Gregs. Uh, so, we're training <laughs> a year later in the SCCC. Me and Grado teamed up as Degeneration Gregs uh, <laughs> no way, at Comic Con. No, I mean, uh, and obviously, he always, he always remembers that. He always buzzes off and all. He used to like, see when we'd go on like, tours and stuff like that. Grado would be like, Davey. Show him that message when you because obviously after I know I sent him a message or he's put his personal page like remember big man degeneration Greg it's got to happen and that and he'd always be like let's so say to Shad always pals and like Shad and he's like David show him that not me show him that message like show him like see that's what I'm saying Greg for day one he's buzzing that so I end up having that feud and obviously I don't know I I, I think it might be obviously he was he, he always looks out for us and that stuff but also at the time uh, at the time me and Greg were in a feud uh, Greg was also started going with Alassie who. Had a way, and so he's obviously like becoming a stepdad, technically, not I mean, just like I'm a stepdad. So, uh, I think one of the days we end up, we were getting, he was getting us into the asylum and we were like going through stuff and all that, not I mean, which I don't think, I don't imagine Grado does that with everybody, not I mean, no thing, I mean, but I think one of the reasons he was out by the day because he was asking me a lot of questions of how I like being a stepdad and stuff like that, and I think that was him obviously trying to, yeah figure that side of things so he's helped me with the wrestling but also try to figure it i don't know maybe that's just me talking shit to be fair i'm no. not mean, don't fucking don't need the quote but i just think i think maybe he was getting me into obviously trying to figure out how to how, right. how hard's it been a step <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, i mean kind of thing i mean obviously seen something in you man and but i just said to you like mate don't worry mate you'll be a class step dad mate honestly because that's one of the reasons i'm such a big step dad because i'm just a, such a big idiot just like yourself mate no, i'm just a big fun loving daft man that just always has a laugh not when you're the, 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 the wee last end up coming in he's, he's uh, 
he stepped on man and he, he was he was just he's hilarious man he just he was just so good on that and stuff like that so that was uh so yeah, that's what i'm saying so grado took me in but uh grado took me into the, the asylum and we were going through the match and stuff like that for the one in fear and loathing or what the one in the garage and we loved it no i mean the two of us had a pure laugh in that and that's what i'm saying i, I don't imagine grado would do that for a lot of people but he's went and done it for me you know what i mean yeah. that's that helped me yeah. so much not i mean obviously because i was heavy and no enjoying the whole stuff and he was just saying it's just just date, but no, I mean, end of the day, it's what you're, it's your gimmick you've been gained. Like, he didn't like it when he was uh, here either, I don't think. Uh, just like, just date, man, because eventually you'll be back face and you'll be enjoying yourself again. They'll probably notice that you're better at doing that. Yeah. One of the ones, obviously, I, I don't get to decide what I do in wrestling, but see if I never need to be a heel again in wrestling my life, that would be quality. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking don't like it, man. Shit. One of the ones, man, it's hard and all, but no, I mean, cause obviously, I was, I always get quite right, so I'm like, so it was just shit. I wasn't making because you're like you're not making. I was. I make my funny videos and all that stuff like that, man. If you're my heel, we can't really be. Maybe you can, but I was. I wasn't making my funny videos aye. and stuff like that. Just you didn't feel yourself, and I told you that. Like, see what you're saying about <clears throat> wanting to help people with certain situations. For me, it's like not having not having ever seen anything in a wheelchair have a wrestling match and all like that. Aye. And part of me is like, I'd love to get booed at the building, mate, like, <laughs> because it's like you're always this pure inspirational guy and all that. And I would just love to like be the be the guy that it's like everyone wants to cheer, but they're booing instead because I'm just being such a dick about it. <laughs> like, oh, you know? So it's like, well, that's if you wanted to be a heel with a wrestler, mate, that's actually something. Let's like, see if you actually ever managed, like, if you did manage to do, which as we were talking about, mate, if you put your fucking hundred percent, there's no reason to stop me. I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna do it. I'd, I'd, I'd fucking 100% believe you, man. Uh, but as I'm saying, see if you like, if you want to be a heel, all you need to turn around and say is, all you smelly, stinking idiots. Come here to pay tickets. You just want to be a wrestler, know what I mean? And I bet you right now he's a raging because somebody like me who you probably think shouldn't be doing it is in here there. Because that's why I think I get annoying because I'm the Ned. No, I, mean, I think when I was a heel, they all didn't like that. Uh, like I, I go, I, like, as a heel, I was getting booed, not because obviously I was, doing, I, was try, I was still trying to do my job, know what I mean? But I think a lot of them didn't like it because obviously like, you're a wee Ned, you shouldn't even be into wrestling stuff like that. So uh, obviously, if you were there, that's the that's thing you could say. Your selling point is. Yous all would love to be wrestlers, but you're all too lazy to do it. No, I mean stuff like that. anybody can do this. No, exactly. this is these kind of things like that. Obviously, exactly. so if you wanted to be a heel, mate, you'd be able to smash that. To be fair, mate, but we will have a we will have one of those skin fights in no time, mate. No, definitely. I'll be, be blading for you and shit. Oh, just face, man. You'll be putting me through a table in no time. Oh, <laughs> you're into it, mate. I'll put you through a table, no bother. Well, as long as you take the pin, mate, I'm fine. Oh, I <laughs> 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 put me over. It's, I can take people like it's discrimination if you don't put me over, mate. You know. No, but uh, listen, um, oh man, this has been one of the best podcasts we've ever done, man. I oh. can't believe. Oh, I've been doing it to be fair, but like the last couple of days, man, I've been on a few trying to promote this band to slot. This is definitely this been my most enjoyable one. No offense to anybody, the other guys' podcasts I've done, not I mean, but just this has been a different vibe. It's I've, I've really enjoyed myself, not I mean, I really have. And I really appreciate you being all, like really open and honest about all this stuff, like. I know it's difficult to talk about sometimes, but it, it makes a difference to people seeing that, seeing the real side of people. Mm. It can help a lot of people with that kind of thing. And, you know, the last podcast we done, it definitely got a good, very emotional in this room. So to see you do that as well, was it was it was quite good for me to see. Aye. Uh, well, I mean? To be fair, man, I'm a, I don't know if you've seen that I do that. I'm a quite, I'm a, like, obviously, my, my, my mum came out in suicide. I try and, like, I'm a very emotional person and for that reason. I don't ever bottle up. For the simple reason is, my ma probably bottled up her emotions, not mean that's how... She probably did end up doing what she done. So I've I've always been a big greeter. Always the way I see it, real men cry. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if you've seen the video the other day, but my my missus got me a 
my girlfriend got me a picture, basically made uh, me, my mum and my nana. Uh, obviously, I've not got a picture with the two of them, know what I mean? So she's like, she, she, my missus couldn't hold my water, know what I mean? It might be for my birthday today, but obviously she wanted to give me it last week. So she's gave me, and obviously I've ended up opening up, man. I just straight away looked and I just in tears, man. Floods of tears. The wedding's cuddling me, not. I'm like, fucking. Hell. She's like, do you like it? I'm like, fucking love it. It's the best present ever. Just because obviously it just it meant so much to me, not. I mean, just my two the, the two women that obviously brought me into this world and raised me up, man. Uh, and the one before it's something that I'd never thought I'd ever have. Not even a picture with them. Obviously, I've got that now. I just hung up my wall and all of it. Uh, that's what I say. I just I'm, I'm I'm a very emotional person. I don't think. Nobody should ever blow up their feelings, not I mean see if you just have a sit and have a wee good greet, man. It's nothing better than that. You feel so much better after it that would oh bore myself that part there. <laughs> no, uh, but nothing better than a good wee greet, man, honestly. Uh, you're not vulnerable, not I mean you're just you're showing that you're 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 a real human being, not I mean you're showing that you're no talking shit. You basically put it this way, see if you let out your emotions, you're showing that you're not a liar, man, because real people do have emotions and cry and stuff like that and maybe no lie, that's a bit strong. I mean there's probably people out there really bad with their mental health and stuff like that who obviously don't like greeting that because they think it makes them feel weak. I'm, no, I don't mean it that way, but I'm just saying that people do. Like, yeah. if, if you cry, if you fucking, if you show your emotions, you will cry, it just shows the genuine person inside. It shows you that who you really are, I'd say. De- I couldn't it. agree more, mate. There's no weakness in it whatsoever and uh, I commend you for it, man. No, listen, uh, this has been a, a great experience and just hearing your story because I, I did obviously know all that stuff, but I thought, we better asking you to put it the way you would rather put it than ah, yeah. me try to rehash it. Um, but uh, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all those stories with me. And, um, there was a couple of things we didn't even cover. I was going to ask you, your dream wrestling match, like if you got to pick anyone at any scenario, in any stage, what would it be? Shawn Michaels. Obviously, mate. Greatest of all time. Totally mate. agree with that. Greatest of all time. Mate, so my two, my two dream matches, right, would be like, for anybody in the, in the past. Like Shawn Michaels, because uh, he's my favourite wrestler, or Cactus Jack in a Hell in a Cell match, because obviously he's my second favourite wrestler, and that's the reason. I'd, see, obviously, I do all the hardcore stuff and all that. That's because I loved Cactus Jack, Mankind, McFoley, and that is one of the best wrestlers ever. And obviously, as well, weigh him. So obviously, I love Shawn Michaels to bit rates, but if you look at a picture of me and Shawn Michaels next to each other, you probably wouldn't be able to use, no, I mean, you still like, who, who's, the, who, like, you get it, it's not, I mean, one, one's definitely the athlete, and one's that just, you stop, but if you put a picture next to me and Mick Foley, not I mean, or the two of them, they're quite similar, right? they're just two guys, not I mean? so obviously, like, me and Mick Foley would be able to do some class stuff, uh, if it was somebody they knew, uh, it needs to be, do need to give a shout out to my good mate John Cena, who follows me on Twitter, not, I mean, I'd have to pick John Cena, John Cena follows you on Twitter, aye, mate, aye, mate, listen, John Cena, I hope John Cena listens to this, uh, mate, fingers crossed, mate, I'll definitely tag one on the TikTok, See, uh, Twitter for you, the, the actual, when I was doing the wrestling with Wolfgang, um, I'd done a, I'd done an AA off the shoulders, like, I did that, and it was, I couldn't believe, Cause he was like, if you can date with me on your shoulders, you can date with anything. No, I definitely. I mean, I don't know about him. He was like, I think we may have something here. I was like, oh, good. Wolfie's but, actually quite. Uh, Wolfie's actually really light. No, I mean, he, he looks massive. But he's, you know, he's no white. No, I mean, but he knows. How, Wolfie's so good at what he does, man. He knows how to pull. He knows how to do everything right, man. Wolfie's one. Of the, I couldn't believe it, mate. I was like, this is that show, right? This is crazy. Ah, Wolfie's brilliant, man. Wolfie, Wolfie's still a big win when it comes to wrestling. I, mean, I feel like a lot of guys maybe lost their passion and stuff like that with gang no man he loves it he no. he fucking he's gonna be, he'll be in the ring when he's 60 man 100 definitely he'll be like well no because of money issues no because of money he's like just because he fucking loves Aye. wrestling man he's mad for it 
No, see, see, being in there and doing that, it was, it was like I, it was like I should have been doing it my whole life. You know what I mean? It was like just such a great feeling, and he was the best guy being there. Oh no, mate, Wolfgang. Like I, I don't care what anybody says, Wolfgang's the best guy that's ever coached me in wrestling. Mate. I really, I couldn't let, let no offense to any of the other guys, but Wolfgang just, he just, he just loves it so much. You know what I mean? It just, it's so hungry and like. He's just so helpful, uh, and he doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are, but you, he's always just why to help you so much. Not I mean, like for example, uh, he'll get Wolf, Wolfgang gets the like, so he'll be watching, see when the ICW shows are on, he's, he gets, he's got a live feed to it, uh, where they're getting recording that, and he'll, he'll, he'll text you after it and give you like, your feedback and your matches, stuff like that, even if you even if you don't ask him, not I mean, he was still saying, yeah, which is good. I, I know that I don't ask him because the first time he sent me that, I didn't know he does it, I didn't know he could do it. No, I ask him every time, not I mean, because obviously it's it's a good way you obviously learn and stuff like that, know what I mean? And no, he's obviously in the WWE learning after some of the best. So by Wolfgang, uh, obviously there are guys like BT Gunn, uh Adrian that when he was alive, they're all good coaches and that and all, know what I mean? But just uh Wolfgang's just a step above everybody in my eyes, not I mean one of the best ever and probably the best yeah. coach in this country. I am sure I'm sure he would very much appreciate that and like after training with him I can see exactly what you mean because I've had a door shut me a couple of times and he was like, no, we wanted, I want to do this for you. No, I definitely so that, fantastic. <clears throat> that meant a lot to me. So, um, no, he's definitely a great guy and so are you, mate. And uh, before we wrap up, the two, you get two, you get two shows coming up, right? So the people that have watched all, this all the way through, you get a show on the 28th. At 28th of January, Bams to the Slaughter, Celebrity Juice meets Jackass meets... Uh, Frankie Boyle slash Kevin Bridges slash any other Scottish comedian that's really good. Uh, just going to be like a panel show, a pure madness and debauchery. Uh, and it's going to be £10 a ticket. Is. It's over 18s, obviously. Last week, actually, two 14-year-old lasses in the, the show across the road. And like, can we get tickets or bands? this lot? I was like, no, obviously, he's carrying he's maybe 18 years old. And they were pure gutted, man. I was like, sorry, ladies, man. Look, you, can you not tell it's an over 18? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my own fault for no marketing and such, whatever. I did actually know this market and such, but you know what I mean? Just because I'm promoting on TikTok a lot, probably a lot of the veins are thinking, oh, that's the one. I think TikTok's not a veins app. People need to read the terms and conditions. It's for 13 plus. I know that's still young, obviously, but it's a teenager's app, even though they last for 14, you know what I mean? So I'm talking shit here. Anyway, but I digress. Abraham's to slaughter, 28th of January, £10 a ticket. Mona Lang for one of the wildest nights ever. Cause see, you want to see when we're in the hydro in five years doing this, in five years' time putting running a show in the hydro, you've got to want to see you were at the first one, haven't you? So get your ass along it, don't miss history, and that's what's happening, troops. Obviously, second one and all, community pro wrestling. This has got to be the second show I've built done for my own wrestling company, community pro wrestling. Uh, it'll be on the 25th of February. It's gonna feature me and my cousins and the govern team, Leighton Buzzard, uh, Anastasia. Uh, Jason Reed's going to be there, so Jason Reed wrestling and Govan for the first time. I think that's going to be spicy. Uh, <laughs> he's actually against Leighton Buzzard in a match. He's going to have the Handsome Man's Club, Sam Barber, Luke Cairo, uh, Levi Justice. There's going to be Thatcher's uh, cabinet, Mar the Maggie Fatch Thatcher party, I'll, I'll call them. Uh, who else? Big Ross, Darrow. A lot of guys. It's a great uh, lineup, mate. It's a great lineup. Uh, it's, sure. it's one of the ones on Saturday. I've just tried to do something a wee bit different, I mean, because obviously uh, yeah. Scottish wrestling is obviously very diverse, but I don't feel that a lot of people get their opportunities and stuff like that. So I'm starting to get opportunities to guys that I've came up with that I think deserve to have the spotlight on them. Uh, for example, in the last show you had Ross and you had Big Ross, you know what I mean? I had I gave, I gave him his open challenging and then he came out 
versed uh, a boy that's never wrestled before Spider Bam. That's actually my pal from his younger. Spider Bam got probably the biggest reaction that wasn't a, a governing team member that night. Uh, all the crowd went mental for him. Then we had big. Then, then after that, the bad guys all came out. They started getting wide, and we ended up with Daro, Big Ross, and Spider Bam in a tag match against uh, Brutal Royale. I think their name is. It was a Casino Brutal. One or two. They changed their name. They used to be called Smashing Bros. And then they changed their name. I mean, I've got bad memory. But they two in HD Drake. No, I mean that's probably a match you probably not, you'd never see before. No, I mean, probably never would have seen if I didn't put it on. And the boys all smashed it. No, I mean had a heavy belt. Had a heavy belt. The, 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 the faith I put in these boys, they went and knocked out the park. No, I mean, it's stuff like that that makes me... That's the one thing I know, obviously. I know I'm just going to make me a thing. I'm sorry if, you're, sorry if I'm heavy. It's a nice thing, you know what I mean? But just, see, when I was younger, Rossi, obviously, when I go to these wrestling figures, like I think I used to tell you, so I would go to these wrestling figures. Uh, I used to have all my wrestling figures out, right? Me and my cousins, and would draft them. No, I would have a wrestle. I'd have Marshall, he'd have his show. I used to have notepads worth and worth of storylines that I would just write out with all these wee wrestlers and I'd play them myself, you know what I mean? And now getting to actually do that in real life is just mind blowing, man. It's amazing. That's what so that's in community pro wrestling is quite storyline orientated, man. But I don't really mind that because uh, even, I, but even if the people that are watching, I, I don't. I don't feel like that. It's hard to explain. Like a lot of people tell you not today. Storylines for family shows because the wins might not get it mm. and all that. But the, the adults get it. Not I mean yeah. the adults are taking them back. So if the adults <laughs> are invested in the story. They're going to take the yeah, wins back. Yeah, they're going to take the wins. To, and I totally agree. Like when I'm watching wrestling storylines, or what keep me like. But if there's not a good storyline in it, I kind of watch it. Well, the, the main thing that we've noticed, but, but uh, so what's happened? Right, the Fairfield Club get done up and. Uh, during the lockdown Aye. it turns out Thatcher Wright was the person that put the money towards that so he came out and he's told me that he has to if I don't give him 50% of his company because he knew as the head board member of the Fairfield Club if I don't give him 50% of my company I would have had to have cancelled the show and obviously be one of the first shows after Covid and all that I just had to do that I gave him the 50% because I'm like I'd rather have wrestling on than no have it on so that's basically obviously we're going to see where that goes and stuff like that it's not I mean things like that lined up uh, Sounds like it could get spicy with that. Nah, it could, <laughs> it could. Uh, obviously, I've also at all the company UCW had their tag team up uh, to defend their titles against Means and Means and actually managed to win it. Uh, so don't know what's going to happen with that in the future. We'll get like defend them against the Handsome Man's Club on the next show. Hopefully, uh, we should beat them. Not I mean, but yeah. never know what could happen. Well, if you need a manager, give us a shout, mate. Oh, mate, if you're, <laughs> you are, mate, I could definitely. Why don't you have it? A bit more of the Aye. old Dortmund. I've got, I've got some work to put in, but I'll get there, mate. I'll get yeah. you on, mate, definitely. 100%. I'll give you a shot in a few months and see where they're at. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. But I'd, I'd like to come in and see you. If you're ever, if we ever says you need an extra body to come and help you, man, I'd have to come in and take bumps for you and that, not I mean? That's good to know, mate. I'm, I'm meeting them again in a couple of weeks, so no. I'll, I'll give you a shout, mate. Let them know, not Let them know that I'm happy to bump a bit for you. I actually do, I know, obviously inspiring and all that stuff. We guys, Stephen Pryor, man, turns out my, my, a boy that I used to, I, I grew up with, right? Used to be my mate, but I wouldn't really like to call him mate anymore because he's he's fell into the rang, the rang habits and stuff like that. Right? No, I mean a dick with him, but he's wee bra. Uh, he's seen me on TikTok and that, and now he's seen me. He's actually starting to get training with Wolfie Wanty Wans, and, ones. and uh, it's funny. Obviously, it was like anybody in mind you like to train with. And he's like Ravi David, and obviously, it was like, well, don't you can pick Ravi David because I don't know that you know me not I mean. He's like, aye, David said he would date with me, not I mean David obviously like, well, I know David not because I didn't yeah. say him. I was like, if you need somebody to book for you, well no, so I went in with Lance. I actually met one last week with my mom. I feel like I don't need to actually get a hod the wee guy and find out when we're back one again. But I took my elbow after 
the last set of tapes, man, I'd fucking, slap me, I don't, I try to obviously get my body fucking into the best condition I can, so I don't know why I go in and bump my boot and end up hurting myself even more and then maybe fuck myself for like, stuff coming up, but, so I went in with the first time, but sorry. I went in with him for the first time and I the wee guy was really, yeah, he's really good, man. Like he could definitely go into the eight week course and smash it. No, I mean that's what I'm saying. That's one person that I've already inspired on to do it. No, I mean like yeah. my pal Spider Bam, I said inspired him to do it. Cousin Zand inspired him to do it. Magic Dave, I chatted to his door one time. I did charity fundraising. He came out with Ray, Ray Mysterio mask. Knew he's trying to be a wrestler. <laughs> no, I mean stuff like that. It's just I've inspired a lot of people, man. Yeah. It's just like it. It just makes you makes you feel good about yourself. No, I mean and like oh, it sounds daft, but. My full life, I've no, not had a lot to feel good about. No, I mean, so now that I'm, now that in life I've actually got stuff to feel good about, it's it's brilliant, man. It's it's just it's, uh, it makes all these life changing things that you do worth it. No, I mean, all these things that you, all these sacrifices and stuff, it makes them all worth it. Not when you've got people telling you that you are the man, basically. You are, yeah. you are class. Not when people tell you you're class or you're brilliant. That it makes you feel good. Not when, there's nothing bad for that, mate. I mean. Honestly, I can't uh, praise you enough for it. And man, this has been amazing, absolutely amazing. That's a great point to finish on as well, I feel like. And uh, I just want to say happy birthday again, mate. Oh, Hope you have you. a good day. We have a cake for you. You can you can take that away, mate. Caterpillar cake. Show off the cake. <laughs> oh, these will be, be got to be, man. You will love them. I'll probably have an R one he's in the house because obviously I stayed my Hi. stepma works in there you go mate Call the cousin, but that, that one's obviously the one that's getting shared this one's getting a, a nice <laughs> cup of nice cup of tea man and getting it at the night man my bed <laughs> for my dinner <laughs> well no I hope you enjoyed the rest of your day mate and this well, has been an absolute pleasure man thank you guys I really appreciate it man